few places where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression actually exists. It is 108, paragraph 3, no joke dealing with blastulence, secretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Oh, wow. Until now. You sound hot as hell and I listen to you every night. You son of a bitch. You make me sad to before I go to sleep. You're going down, sister! Cool, thanks. Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, where real people with fake names and invisible faces create the ultimate in reality radio. You can live through us. Um, it's just too bad that you can't sniff our fingers to the radio. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFS. Me hit that. Let's do this damn thing. Welcome into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That is J Dubs hanging out with you. And of course, does it feel like we get rushed more and more before the show every every goddamn time we do it? You know, uh, amazingly, we walked in right as the open started last week, and we felt more calm than we did this week. Way more calm than this week. However, I'm actually in a good place right now. I'm tired, but I'm hopped up on um, caffeine. Yeah. So I got a nice little happy medium going. Uh, of course, we want to chat with you in every way possible. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. The AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger uh, should be up and open for you. Um, and that is JFK El Jefe. J-F-K-E-L-J-E-F-E. Actually, we're having problems with that. It's not our content partner, AOL for Broadband's fault. It's actually my fault. I'll say it's WJFK's fault because of the computer being down. Whatever the case, we'll get it all straightened out because we do want to chat with you on that instant message. In fact, uh, we started a new thing called the email or the instant message of the week, J-Dubs. We did? Uh, yeah, we started it two or three weeks ago, and I got a good one this week. Yeah? Uh, I want to tease it a little bit later on. Well, let me just say this. Give me a hint who it's from. Uh, you wouldn't know the person. Oh, okay. They're actually listening via... Um, the underground, uh, syndication underground, uh, on the west coast. Very good. And uh, I got hit on. I got hit on, and I'll say this person with the IM has a penis. <laughs> so with that, I'll we'll get to that just a little bit later on. Lucky you. Uh, Bateman is here. Uh, Punani is here. Both of them taking your phone calls. Uh, th- those will be the first voices you hear, and then you will get on the air with us. Saturday night, hanging out with you, and I got to say, Dubs, I am so terribly excited. Because we have so much to get to. In fact, something that has been in the works, uh, I'd say it was a brainchild of yours, and we oh. are and we are finally going to be able to do it this weekend. You know, it was even mentioned when we uh, did our live to tape show, um, I mean, seven, eight months ago. In fact, uh, it was a good seven, eight months ago. And the live to tape, what that is, is that whenever you want to get a radio show, it's sort of your audition. What they end up doing is they uh, they bring you in here in the studio. They kick out sporting news or whatever it is from another room, and you sit in here and act like you're doing a show live. And at that point, it was myself. When you think about it, it's really silly. Yeah. You're just sitting in here, you know, trying to talk to people, but no one's hearing you. It's like you going to your basement, having your own little microphone set up, all into that little tape recorder that you have to push down and push record on like you had in the third grade, and playing radio. And if they like it enough, they'll say, well, we'll put you on the air live. And then if they like you, what happens on the air live, they eventually end up getting a show. And that's actually how ours happened. And in fact, do you remember that live to tape? That live to tape happened the exact night that we went to war with Iraq. 
Yeah, yeah, I do remember that because we, we didn't know if we were going to be able to do our live tape. We, we made the trip all the way from Michigan. Me and my, our buddy Lefty made the trip all the way from Michigan, and then we're like, God damn, we won't even be able to do our show. Yeah, because we didn't know whether or not we'd be able to get into the studio, and, and we were nervous because we're going to war, and how is Infinity Broadcasting going to want to put on a new weekend show, and we're at war, and all these things going through our mind. The stuff that really, in hindsight, didn't matter at all, you know, to what, what we were doing. And even when you think about it as well, we hadn't even done talk radio. We had been a couple of music disc jockeys. <laughs> so we're, it was uh, myself, Dubs, it was Spoon, and the other man who now joins us in the studio, who I'd have to say is probably our best bud who didn't make the trip out. Now, we love Shafee, and those of you who have Shafee, uh, heard Shafee from the Skank Shift on, he's been on before, but this is, this is actually one of our real like friend friends, yeah. like a guy that we would hang out with outside the industry. Yeah, it's not a radio friend. Because even though we met him through the radio, he's become much more than that. And I want to welcome Lefty. Lefty, thank you. Welcome back. It feels back. good to be back. I gotta say, this just feels natural. And in fact, this is the way it was supposed to be. It is. It was supposed to be the three of us and Spoon. Originally, the show. Originally, the show was pitched as myself, Dubs, Shafee, and Spoon. Then, and because that's the spoon and I had kind of right. created this little uh, togetherness that we had, which ended up falling apart dra horribly. And uh, anyway, it happened. <laughs> it happens. But Shafee decided he didn't want to come out to do this little live to tape like we had talked about. Yeah. So, Lefty, I'm like, there's our next best bud. You know, let's bring him in. And so, all of us, the four of us, had the chemistry that Cameron and Alan were like, let's put this thing on the air. Well, at that time, Lefty had just gotten. Uh, a full-time gig, first one, at the new rock station we were at. Yep. He didn't want to come and join us. He didn't want to leave Lansing to come out to Washington, D.C. Fool, what a fool. You're kicking yourself. Man. I am. I'm totally kicking myself. I actually listened to that live to tape a couple weeks ago. Did you? <laughs> that we did. I I've had it sitting in my car ever since we did it, and I haven't popped it in in about... That was the first time I I'd listened to it since we did it, since, like, the, the drive back to Michigan. How bad? It actually wasn't that bad. Does it hold up? It's it's far from great. It's far from great, but it's not that bad. Well, Dub and I had this conversation. What was it? Two weeks ago. Yeah. We had the conversation where every two weeks, you know, you think, "Wow, we sucked two weeks ago." Right. And I can only imagine what it was like. Because people even tell us now our first shows were god awful. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine what it sounded like when we're doing a show that isn't even going on the air. And remember when we cut that very first break on the live to tape, and we were like. Damn, do we just want to start over? We all dropped our headphones and we're like, to hell with this. This is terrible. We're like, how can we fill another 45 minutes? And should we just go back? <laughs> pretend like that first break didn't... No, we didn't even say... We, at the end, we're like, you know, it was, it was pretty solid. Except for that first break. Yep. Do, you, do you want to just go back and kind of relive the first break? <laughs> we cut it. And that like, goes against the whole purpose. But anyway, that's just a little insight into uh, radio. And actually... You know, amazingly enough, how the hideout was born. And so I want to let you know that the buddy hanging out with us tonight was uh, definitely uh, an, a slated original cast member, uh, Lefty. So again, 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. And because Lefty is such a good friend, um, I know he wants to divulge the most important information that one man could ever give to, a, to a group of men listening. Now, obviously, the WJFK demographic, we tend to skew male. We, it's persons, but, you know, a lot of guys that listen to the hideout, or at least call the hideout, uh, tend to have sausage. Right. Dubs tends to scare the women away. <laughs> from, there you go. From the show. But the, the reason that Lefty should be looked at as some sort of a god is because you may hold the world record for the number of Hooters chicks banged. It's seven. 
You've banged seven, seven, seven different chicks. Only one in the last uh, year and like eight months, though. You're currently dating a Hooters girl. I am. Right? Now let me ask you: Have you ever, have you ever gotten it while wearing the Hooters uniform? Because this, well, let's let's be honest. There's a set list of fantasies that men have. That's one of them. And I would have to say that banging a Hooters chick has to be somewhere toward the top of that list. They're world famous. Well, you, you go to Hooters, and you're like, who is banging these chicks? Most of the time, it's Lefty. It's guys, and by the way, I guess we should describe what Lefty looks like. Bateman, our producer, likes to pretend like he's a male model. Lefty is the true male model. He's six foot five. He's four. Come on. Six four. He's slender. He's a good looking guy. He's too good for radio. Yeah. You look at Dubs and I, we don't even know how to match. <laughs> Whenever we're going out in public, Lefty looks like he should be some sort of a male model. Looks like you could be an athlete or something. I have been trying to ugly myself up lately. Yeah, it's not working. No, I try. So, anyway, what is the key? What is the kind of situation that you do that whenever you're going up, like, what kind of Mac do you want? Because, you know, every it's, guy, it's really not that hard. Every guy goes to Hooters, he gets drunk, he thinks he's, you know, some sort of a Superman and just figures this chick's going to go home with me. How have you, other than your looks, been able to seal the deal with, with, a, with a top ten, I would say, male fantasy? Seven times, no less. Because here's the thing about Hooters is a lot of the people that go into Hooters aren't normal guys like us. They're, they're not the normal 23-year-old guy, normal hanging out type guy. So all you do, you go in there and you just act normal and you make fun of everybody else in there that is hitting on them constantly, thinking they're going to be all cocky and take them home that night, because you're never going to take them home that night. That's never going to happen. you have, you got to put in a little bit of work. Because I've always equated, and now Hooters is a proud sponsor of the, uh, the WJFK and occasionally the hideout. They're still winging it. We're not, we're not here to badmouth them, but I've always equated a Hooters girl to a stripper. Well, and the reason is because I honestly, honestly believe they use the same tactics in either, for Hooters girls, it's getting tips. Right. For strippers, it's getting the lap dances. Well, here's the thing. The, the, what they do is strip with their clothes on. They, they kind of, you know, they, they're like, they're like, they come, they sit with you on like the, uh, the couch at a strip club and they just do the talking. They do all that stuff. All they do is they don't, they don't rub your junk. That's the only difference between them. The only difference between them is there's no chance of completing right on, on when they're on your lap. Okay, true. But you know that whenever you go to Hooters, a girl sit down. She'll sit down next to you. If you're lucky, while she's taking your order, she'll put her hand on you. Right. You know, it's never like stroking the back of your neck or anything. But it's like they'll place your hand on their on, on your shoulder. Are you doing all right, hon? <laughs> Can I get you any more pop, hun? That kind of situation. Well, here's the thing. Like, what uh, the other thing they do which is really smart on how to get you drunk so you can tip more. You never know how much beer you drink when you're at Hooters because if, you're, if your beer is half empty and you're drinking a pitcher, they just keep on filling it while it's still half, while it's still half full. So you're getting a, you don't have any idea if you're having three beers, only two beers at the time. You have no idea. But that's my favorite part of Hooters. I never know how much I drink, so I don't really get. <laughs> is that have you have you had sex yet with uh, the the Hooters uniform on? Actually, the closest I ever came was just last weekend. She came home from work in uh, the new black unis, which are hot. By I haven't the way. seen, I'm seen the new black uniforms are hot. By but the way, the fantasy has to be the white the white tank top and the uh, the orange the, the orange. I agree, but I'm telling you, the black ones are hot. Okay, I'll real take, hot. I'll take your word for it. Came home the black from, Hooters girls are, hot. are they hot? They're hot. <laughs> Came home from work and uh, it was just it was on instantly. 
That's all it was. There you go. Is Five it, in the bed, done. Would she ever like just leave the shirt on during the during the act? I don't. I want it. I want her completely naked. This is uh, what I want. I want her completely naked. This is what I want. If you got the Hooters chick, this is the situation. I want to wear the shirt while I'm doing. This is the situation on her breakdown. She comes long hard day. She comes home. She's wearing her Hooters uniform, and she hates men. Because like most strippers, I'm sure Hooters chicks hate guys because they're getting groped. The whole thing. I mean, never mind. That's how they make their living. What I would love to do is for her to be laying down on the couch. Just sitting down on the couch, like watching TV or something. God, it was a horrible day. I'm so tired I can't even get out of my uniform. Still wearing the nylons, too. So what I want to do is I come up. Little does she know I have scissors <laughs> behind my back. Were you stab her in the chest? I know. So I'm going up to her. And I kneel down. I'm like, let me, let me rub your feet. Let me get you some water. And you cut her nose off. <laughs> then I pull the little, uh, the little orange... Uh, the little Daisy Dukes to the side. And like you said, they still got the nylons on. So then I pull the scissors <laughs> out. And I'm sitting there, and right where the perfect little crease is, where the nylon, start cutting away with the scissors. You gotta be careful. Nah, I'm not. You might cut the man. That's a sensitive area. Not interested yeah. in being careful. That's part of the fun. Uh, with it. That's part of the excitement. Ooh, I never know when he could cut off a piece of my genitalia. <laughs> I think that's where the excitement comes in. I'm promising you, at this point, she's so excited she's ruined the nylons anyway. She doesn't matter if I'm cutting them or not. They're soaked. So I got to pull the... We're talking about you doing this, right? Right. Okay. What? <laughs> so I'm cutting along, and so then right there, you've got the, you got the uh, little orange shorts to the side. you got a perfect little slit in the nylons. And then you just you got a perfect little slit too. Yep, and you yeah. start going to town, and it's and so it's like all uniform, you know. Maybe at some point eventually you work the top off, right? But you almost want it there. Maybe you pull it down if it's the tank. They're top. too tight. You'd rip it. That's fine with yeah. me. You got scissors still sitting right. there. <laughs> you know, that's part of it. That's part of the fantasy. You know what? Then, what would be better? You do it the whole time with the scissors in your mouth, like you're a buccaneer, just <laughs> ramming away. <laughs> And then at that point, you know, when you're finished, you throw her a five and say, thanks for the service. <laughs> and you go you go back into the bedroom and uh, get your nap in. There it is. Story time with El Jefe. <laughs> uh, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. It's so funny. We're talking about these fantasies. I got this men's fantasies, men's health surveyed a group of men and asked which female occupation inspires the most fantasies. All righty, so number seven, dental hygienist. Oh, for sure. I haven't been to the dentist in so long. I don't even know what they do. Neither have I, but they're always hot. Those dental hygienists, always hot. The last time you hit up the dentist, Dove? Uh, since, I've, since I was in Michigan, like right before I left. I never dug the dentist, and I never have cavities either, but I just don't go to the dentist. Last time I was at the dentist, there was actually a guy working on it, and he's like, and I had a few cavities. He's like, now... It might hurt when I get my tool in the hole. <laughs> and I'm just going, because <laughs> you guys, my mouth is pried open. I'm trying not to laugh. But <laughs> Number six is a cop. Number five, a cowgirl. Again, these are men's fantasies, according to men's health. Number four, flight attendant. Yeah, that's so 30 years ago. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand that one. I haven't seen a hot flight attendant ever. Number three, executive. So, like... Like, what about, like, Julie or somebody who's an executive around here? I have fantasies. That's got to do with power, I bet. I bet it's a little something Yeah, like that. I bet she has a lot of power thing. And when yeah. they wear their hair up, 
with like just a stick through it. That and you uh, see with you the just, pencil or the yeah, pen in there, yeah. And you just pull it out and it's all waving down. Yeah, yeah. And then it's one of those things too where you you, you think executive, you think it's happening on the desk, desk throwing stuff to the side. You're pulling up the skirt. Oh yeah. Pulling out the scissors. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and going to town. Number two teacher. Man, I remember in high school. I think it was a government teacher. It was government or no economics teacher. She had like short red hair. I forget what her name was. And I swear to God, she wanted it. I knew she wanted it. Remember when we were doing a radio event probably about three years ago? And we were at the Dollar, uh, a club in East Lansing. Dirty and, Dollar. And yeah. my and my, uh, my old sex ed teacher came in. You remember her? Yes. In fact, I do. I rem- in fact, I remember we were to the point where we were trying to hook dubs up that night. We were, we were like, not really the wingmen, but we were the guys who were going up to the sex ed teacher saying... You know, he's a great kid. He's a radio. Or he's a great man. He's in radio now. Actually, it was about four years ago because I was only 19 at the bar, getting hammered with my sex ed, old sex ed teacher a year after graduating. And that was for a radio event, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That's right. the only way I got in. Number two teacher and number one on the men's fantasy list that I saw here, uh, nurse. So nurse was number one. Again, uh, we looked over the things that are missing. We just talked about, you know. Uh, if, if nothing else, waitress. Oh, okay. yeah. I always had a thing for waitresses. They bring you food. They bring you beer. They clean the ashtray for you. They pick up after you. That's a beautiful thing. That's a great relationship. <laughs> they just never seem to do it at home. That's the problem. I, yeah, exactly. Well, it's like my mom. you got to pay them to do it. It's like my mom. She's a janitor. She don't want to clean when she comes home. That's why her house is always a mess. <laughs> that could be some of the issue. 800-636-1067-202-432. 1067 uh, how is it we have two guys here to screen phone calls? All right. Want me to bring them up? Yeah, we'll go. Hey, welcome to the hideout. Hello? Hello? Professional. WJFK, you are on the air with the hideout. Welcome. Jesus Christ. What are they doing over Phone screen. I don't know. We got two people here to screen phone calls, and they're running around eating cupcakes. <laughs> oh. There's oh, there he goes. Oh, because he's with Matt Albert. That's why. Okay, that's the reason. Uh, who else is missing from this fantasies list, J-Dubs? you have any uh, idea who else would be missing other than waitresses? I got one for you. Listeners. No. <laughs> no. There's no fantasy involved with that. That's all my fantasies revolve around. How about bus drivers? <laughs> Seriously? Seriously. Have you ever had, like, a hot bus driver? No. No, not. never. We had one hot bus driver, and it's always like, you know... Man, I wonder if I was, like, the last on the route to be dropped off on school. And, you know, she's just like, you know what, let's pull down Coon Lake Road and <laughs> rock it. Dude, I don't even want to know why it's named Coon Lake Road in Fallerville, Michigan. Uh, I'm a little scared about that. Um, again, 800-636-1067. How is, like, Lonely Housewife not on there? Yeah, you know, a big marketing ploy by the porn industry. Th- that's the, uh, the, you know, the bus driver thing, that actually happened, didn't it? I want to say that happened like out west or something. What the bus driver thing? Yeah, only bus driver thing that happened in Fowlerville. Uh, bus I'm not in Fowler. I'm talking out <laughs> further out west than Fowlerville, Michigan. Maybe Oregon. One, or one of the bus drivers got caught banging a cop in the bus. That's the only thing that ever happened. All right, but that happened in Fowlerville. That happened in Fowlerville. All right. Um, what was the other one I wanted? I'm to only say? talking about what I know. <laughs> the Lonely Housewife thing's a great one. Um, even the movie Friday. Remember the movie Friday? I guess that was on not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Where uh, Bernie Mac's coming over and banging the midget's hot wife. Yeah. Remember that out front? That's one of those situations, I think too. that's more of a thing for the younger guys like us, though. Like 25 to 30, maybe. And once you have a housewife, that's why she's lonely. 
You ever fantasize? Uh, you never fantasized about banging my ex, uh, my ex-wife? Come on, be honest. Don't want Thursday morning before I left. It <laughs> was one of those situations. <laughs> uh, Steve, welcome to the hideout, brother. Hello. What's wrong here? Do you have the phones up? Yeah. A couple of punk bitches. What? Who's gonna pull out a pair of scissors to cut off some panties? Pull the skirt up. And snatch them off her. No, oh, man. Shorts. It's it's part of the excitement of pulling aside the orange shorts of a Hooters chick and cutting the nylons in a perfect little slit right where her perfect little oh, slit is. I, I see that, but you, you were talking about the executive when you got her up on the desk. Somebody said you'd pull up the skirt and get the scissors out. Oh, it was called a yeah. callback. Yeah, that was a joke. I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> that was a little joke. Anytime we mention scissors. That's going to be the new thing. By the way, where's the porta poon drop? That's why I, I asked uh, Tommy about that. That's why I was running around asking him for. That's what you were looking around <laughs> yeah. for. I'm thinking you're trying to figure out the phones, and instead all you got to push is on over there. Now I want to apologize to Tommy and Punani because I was. Well, they, at... they still didn't answer the phones. <laughs> that I was, doesn't. Because I was yelling at them about the phones, and Dub doesn't have them turned on on the board. John, welcome to the hideout, man. What's Dude. up, buddy? Starbucks girls, dude. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, the Starbucks chicks. Have you ever uh, you ever been lucky with one? Do you ever try to hit on them? Uh, I've been married for too long, but definitely uh, it's where I get my flirtatious urges out. That's true, too. And is it one of those things where they're trying to earn tips to it, a little tip jar? Because I don't go to Starbucks. How, how long would they clean off the foamer? Playboy actually has a DVD out now, Girls of Starbucks. We saw that today, yes, didn't we? we? did. We wow. saw that. We saw that today. We were, um, we were at the... The ghetto ass mall in Wheaton, and uh, we're why do you always go to the ghetto malls? You have one right next to you, and then you go to Wheaton. Well, that ghetto in him. Because I tell you this, the wall, in, the the mall in Wheaton ain't quite. It's a it's a step up uh, above the ghetto mall in Silver Spring. It actually, the one in Wheaton actually has stores. <laughs> that just it's not, it's not a flea market. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's one of those situations. Um, Dave, welcome into the hideout. Hey, I've got a good one. How, how about a fitness instructor? Oh, that's perfect. That is good. In fact, I wrote that one down. Personal trainers. You always have yep. that fantasy of getting a hot chick personal trainer, she, her stretching yeah. you and just deciding, you know what, screw it. I'm already down here anyway. Let me <laughs> let me help you get really warm. That kind of a situation. That's a good one, Dave. Thank you, buddy. All sweaty, too. Uh, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Just kind of talking about this because our buddy left you sitting in with us has banged what I think is the ultimate, I don't think anybody can argue this, the ultimate men's fantasy in Hooters chicks. He didn't just get one. Yeah. He got seven. Seven, man. you even remember their names? No. I actually, I knew I knew it was going to come up this weekend, so I tried thinking about it on the, on the flight down here, but uh, I only came up with like four or five. How many women do you think you've slept with overall? I don't know. God damn you. I don't know. I know I could count on, on two stripper, fingers. Any strippers? One. One stripper. You had a stripper too. I told you that. I think I think I saw her in a porn too. Christ. I, she moved out to L.A. Uh, I don't know, a couple months after I met her, and I, I'm pretty sure I saw her in a porn like a year ago. That's so beautiful, Ryan. Welcome into the hideout. Hey, what's up, man? What up, brother? Hey, I got a. Uh, you were talking about the uh, lady out west that uh, banged the student. Yeah, I think it was like one of the bus driver. No, it's uh, in Washington State. It's a teacher. It's uh, Mary Kay Letourneau in Tacoma, Washington. She was a client of mine at Columbia Bank. I do remember. I do remember her. I do remember her story. Didn't she have a kid with him too? Yeah. And she was. She was a. She was a client of yours. 
Yeah, at, uh, I, she was one of my customers at uh, Columbia Bank in Tacoma. Did she ever hit on you? No. Yeah, you're too old. That's a good, uh, that's a good uh, fantasy thing, uh, bank tellers, huh? Oh, bank tellers. I'll tell you this. There's Hold a lot on. of hot bank tellers. Let me tellers. tell you this. There's one specifically while I'm talking about my hometown in Silver Spring. The Chevy Chase Bank in Silver Spring, over where uh, where I go, mm -hmm. there is this hot little Latin girl. And you know, usually dubs, I'm not into Latin chicks. Yeah. She's got this nice, curly, like, flowing hair. She's real petite and small. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking at one point she's going to say, here's an extra 20. <laughs> and she writes her phone number down on it and says, call me sometime. You go home and take care of yourself with the... Port-a-poon. <laughs> <laughs> he got it. <laughs> he got the port-a-poon drop. Um... No, no, I do not. By the way, um, oh, speaking of the port of poon, we did that last week yeah. with, the, um, with our de devices right game. Um, MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E, the port of poon for Washington, D.C. hideout listeners is discounted by like 10 bucks. Oh, really? So if you go to MidnightMonkey.com, hideout listeners get $10 off the port of poon. And on top of that, it's brought to you by the hideout. Very so, good. So uh, go check that out with our good buddy, Tom. Let's go to um, Harry. Harry, welcome to the hideout. Hey, what's going on? What up, brother? Hey, uh, I got one for you. Exes. Exes from way back. You always seem about going and waxing it one more time just to show them how it's done. That is especially maybe if there was one that you didn't quite finish with, yeah. you never exactly. sealed the deal with. The redemption bang. You got you know? it. You have, a, sure. you have a title for it? Oh, for sure. You want that one shot again because you know you didn't put in a good performance. I'm not really interested in the performance. I'm thinking they'll come back. If they don't, you know, I'll wait another six months and eventually get it again. <laughs> I'll find someone else. Thank you very much. Steve, welcome into the hideout. Hey, guys. How you doing? What up, bro? You're getting a massage and, have, and having them reach under. Well, that, that can happen. Yeah, that'll only cost you 25 and bucks, man. I, I, I would just lose it. You know, it's one of those situations, I'll be honest with you, Steve. I don't know if I could ever get comfortable... Have it, because you, it, I know someone, I shouldn't even say, okay, they work here. I know someone who works here that goes to these places. Oh, really? And On a regular basis? Yes. Rub and tug? And he's told me the stories, and it's, you go in, and they put you back in, like, a little laundry room, mm -hmm. and you're sitting there with, like, three other dudes until the little Asian girl comes, and their woman, hopefully, comes and gets you and takes you in and boy gives you, <laughs> gives you the massage. If you pay extra, you get the boy. And then you go from there. Um, that, that's a possibility. Dan, welcome into the hideout. Hi, how y'all doing today? What up, buddy? Uh, how about UPS girls that deliver the packages? Hmm. I think anybody who it's, comes to your door as right. a feasible fantasy. Well, here's the thing. The, the, with the suits they're wearing, it kind of gives me kind of a scat feeling, and I don't really like it. <laughs> Well, I, I like it when they go, uh, what can Brown do for you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, on that note, we got to take a break. Um, again, it is the hideout, 800-636-1067, Don't forget, Dubs, I take it out over here. El yep. uh, Jefe, J-Dubs with you. Our good buddy Lefty in town, um, Hooters girls, seven of them. So just have that kind of respect when you call the hideout tonight. <laughs> no, that's the kind of man that's sitting in on the show this evening. Now, on the very opposite spectrum, we have the anti-lefty coming in, Matt Albert, <laughs> a man who is not good-looking, would not be confused for a male model, gets confused for... <laughs> I don't even want to start. We'll wait till he gets in He's here. a virgin, too. 19-year-old virgin. That's tough. What Matt Albert is here for, now, if you recall, he was banned. Well, we have come up for a way for him to lift his banishment. And by the way, he gets banned every other week, so <laughs> it's kind of his running bid. But here's the situation. 
The Super Bowl is tomorrow. The Bowel Bowl is tonight. Info coming up next, and it involves Matt Albert in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. LFA's hideout. Featuring K-Dub. Number one with gay Britney impersonators, fat goth chicks, and radio files. This is DCRTV.com Dave, and you're listening to El Jefe's Hideout, the best damn show on the whole damn Washington radio spectrum. You're listening to Cameron Gray's Man Crush. You have 11 years to look at Welcome back into the hideout, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067, El Jefe, J-Dubs joining you. Uh, Bateman and Punani taking your phone calls. Uh, back in the back, and uh, Lucky, our good buddy, is in. We just uh, spent a whole segment talking about Lefty's sexual conquest. Now, for the rest of the show, I'd like to focus on me, if uh, that's okay with you guys. That works for me. Some of what we have to do, actually, uh, J Dubs, uh, we have prizes to give away. That's a surprise. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't have the chance to tease. We started getting into a lefty's uh, Hooters banging and contest uh, conquest. Now these were just given to us, like they weren't the trickle down economics of WJFK we usually get from uh, from the Don and Mike show and Ron and Fed show. These were actually given to us. These were things that are hideout uh, exclusives. Yes, we do have. Uh, more stuff from MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E, uh, Midnight. And we will do that with a new game that we have created entitled, and if you want to bring uh, this up over here, Insert This! So we have a game show that we have called Insert This! And it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. So it's called Insert This. Insert This. We'll play that probably in about 30 minutes. So uh, be ready to win other things that we have to give away as well. Um, J Dubs, a new segment, thanks to you, right? Yeah. Uh, what is this? Uh, you, I mean, we don't have to do it now, but you you have your cat? Yeah, we have a uh, kitty corner coming up in a little bit where I give uh, tips on how to maintain your cat and just uh, normal little helpful things that maybe other cat lovers like myself may not know. Okay, so the hideout now getting into the lifestyle kind of stuff yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, where these, these uh, radio stations like 104... We'll put on, like, a doggy expo and, you know, that kind of a situation. Yeah, I like to uh, help out the community. Somewhere uh, within the WJFK um, compound in the little hideout section of it, in the corner of the hideout, is the J-Dub's Kitty Corner. Yeah. And so we will be doing that for you. Also, in a weird, strange way, there's a tie-in between that and we need to do a Dale Earnhardt tribute. Oh. Because it's been too long. Yeah, it's been way too long for Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> so when you hear us with our Dale Earnhardt tribute, 
Um, you can pick up a free fantasy team entry in the Sporting News Fantasy Stock Car Challenge. The Sporting News Fantasy Stock Car Challenge offers the most accurate scoring system on the web and a $5,000 grand prize. And uh, make sure you listen to Sporting News Radio Overnights so on 106.7 WJFK. Now, that is when we do Kitty Corner, not right now. Right, Not right now. When you hear our Dale Earnhardt tribute, you can pick up on the Sporting News Fantasy Stock Car Challenge. Very good. Back, all right, that's for you. And then also, this is something I wanted to talk about as well. Um, thank God Lefty isn't going to be there. But Dubs and I, along with our good buddy Stuttering John <laughs> from the Howard Stern seen, Show. I haven't seen that boy in a while. I know. I miss, I miss old Melendez, old Johnny boy. Um, we're going to have a pair of tickets to the big event that you've probably heard a ton about if you listen to JFK, Singles in the City. Uh, this, this big event going down uh, in D.C. It's going to be Friday the 13th at the prestigious Marriott Wardman Park Hotel. Uh, Stuttering John, like I said, is going to be there. I'm going to be there. Dubs will be there. And a whole lot of singles. A lot of single people. they got like this eight-minute dating kind of a situation. Oh, like go a speed dating? Speed dating. Speed okay. dating uh, the open bar. Also, the uh, they're doing the dating game. Dating game. they got like uh, musical acts are going to be there. It's this whole big thing. Dubs and I will be at the event along with Stuttering John. There's an open bar there, too. Yeah. Right on. So we have tickets uh, that we will give away tonight for that. You know what sucks? Me and you are signing autographs at the very end of Singles in the City, and we're going to be hammered. You know, people are going to come up to us. I'll be yeah. signing Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, <laughs> well, here's the, here's the biggest problem with this. Um, Jack Kevorkian. We're going to be with Stuttering John. Yeah. People are going to know who Stuttering John is. It's just, it's a fact. Then Dubs and I will be sitting there, and who are you? Uh, I'm Gary. Gary well, Delabate. No, nice to meet you. Here's the thing. We might be pretty popular out there because these are all single people, people with not a whole lot to do on Saturday nights. So maybe the hideout is what they have. Okay, yeah. you know what? I can actually buy that. I'm not, I'm not too far off in that. So, yes, we do have singles in the city um, tickets to give away. Those are those are a pricey and hot ticket. Yeah, so they definitely are. And, uh, nice. and we have a pair of them, no, yeah. obviously. So I figure maybe you and a buddy. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, it's really tough going out. Okay, I'm going to go out and meet chicks tonight. You want a wingman or a wing chick, you know, just so you can... You need a wingman. Yeah. That's key. In fact, I'll tell you this. This insert this game that we have... Insert this! Coming up at around 8 o'clock or so, women... I think you're going to have a slight advantage in playing this game, and I really want to give away these tickets to women. So for the female hideout listeners, make sure you hang out, because I think you're going to have an advantage in the insert this. You're not actually going to have to insert anything, so just so you don't get too scared. But I know you may want to stick around for that. Single hideout female listeners. Speaking of single and um, never been with a female, let's go ahead and bring in Matt Albert for what we like to call... The Balboa. The big game is tomorrow, but the Balboa is tonight. When will Matt Albert pool? Stay tuned to find out on the hideout. Well, six seven WJFK. Matt Albert, welcome back into the hideout, bro. How are you, buddy? Hello. It's good to see you, my friend. Go ahead and have a seat. Okay. Pull up a chair. Hi, Lefty. How you doing, man? Good to finally see you. I've heard so much. I'm looking forward to <laughs> So, Matt Albert is the anti-Lefty. It's Matt Albert! <laughs> Matt Albert hanging out in Idaho. Matt Albert was, first of all, banished the first go-round because we actually found him a chick that would bang him, and... He never did. He refused to go bang her. Nineteen year old, six foot three, 
479-pound black virgin from Frederick, Maryland. So that was that's what earned him the first banishment. The second banishment came last week, if you heard of the, the hideout last week. For some stupid-ass reason, I decided, I'm going to go to Matt Albert's house. He said his mom makes great fried chicken. I drove, I drove all the way up to Frederick. His address doesn't exist. <laughs> I can't find where he lives in Frederick. You got duped by him. I got punked by this <laughs> fat F. You're my bitch now. So... I said, Matt Albert, the only way that you can make this up to us is by helping a dream come true here in the hideout. One that Dubs dreamt up. Was it, was it your brainchild? Yeah, it was mine. Yeah. And we had actually started talking about this last segment where it was something we'd even alluded to on our live to tape. Right. And we were told that will never happen. It will never happen at WJFK. The Bowel Bowl. Yeah. So the big game's tomorrow. The Bowel Bowl's tonight. Here's how you can win your first pair of tickets to Singles in the City. By the way, if you want to check out, get more information on this, uh, singlesinthecity.net. Singlesinthecity.net. Go there and you can find uh, all the info out that you need. So the, here's the situation. <clears throat> in the Bowel Bowl, it will work like this. We have Matt Albert here, who we are going to feed a 7-Eleven microwavable burrito. Like I'm a rhino. <laughs> And, and and some X-Lax. X-Lax? Oh, Christ. And so here's what we're going to do. We need callers right now, the next six callers, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067, to pick a 30-minute time slot. Example, you'll say, okay, I want from 8 to 830, 830 to 9, etc., etc., until the show ends. At 11 o'clock. Now, did we read the rules here on the uh, on the X Flex? Do you have to double it up for other sizes, or do we just give them one? <laughs> one? No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. See, I, usually, you know, you are going to knock this guy out with a normal tranquilizer. You got to hit him with. He's going to end up dart. blowing out no ring or something over I'm here. I'm a six starter right here. <laughs> so here's what you do: you call now, you pick your time slot. This is for the first pair of tickets, and again, Dubs, these are very pricey tickets. Uh, not very pricey, but they're you know yeah they're they're a good price they're definitely they're a good price they're definitely a good price. Pick your time slot, all right? Um, again, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven, and uh, let's do seven callers because um, well, what if he is a freak and doesn't go? Actually, that's true. So the seventh <laughs> caller, thank you, Bateman. So let's go with the seventh caller is taking me after 11 yeah. o'clock that he's able to go the whole time. Now, this may take into your whole uh, idea of what he is. What have you had to eat today? I had some steak. What time, what time did you have steak? Like five. Cannibal. Five o'clock. He's calling him a cow. <laughs> I get that. That was a very, uh, that was a very around the way joke, but I got that. I like that. Nothing. Here's the thing. Lefty and I were talking about this. I'm thinking you got so much built up in that gut of yours. <laughs> if I were if I were callers right now, I'd want the eight to eight thirty slot. Yeah, because I honestly believe that he will. He's got something already stuck in there now. Are they just you can you imagine the cold. Yeah, I think they're going to take him off. Okay. okay. Yeah. If you can take them off here and then bring them into us, and uh, we'll have that situation going on. So we're going to have seven callers again. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Make sure you get in. We got a couple lines open for the bowel bowl. So, is the burrito ready? Is the X lax ready? Are you at all nervous? What are your pooping habits? <laughs> uh, 
two or three times a day. Now, I've heard that's normal. Um, I mean, some uh, some people say no, but I'm every other day. Really? Yeah. All right, here's the situation. That's got to hurt. Here's the situation with Dubs. Dubs does not drink water. Dubs uh -oh. believes he gets his H2O from the 17, uh, 20 ounces of Pepsi that he drinks. <laughs> There's water in Pepsi. There is. It's maybe carbonated, but it's still water. And, and what philosophy. And what's your, what's your philosophy? You like it? Um, when you have to force, well, it, it feels like I'm kind of, when it when it's all over, like I won, you know, <laughs> like I've survived another. Dubs won world nothing, <laughs> and uh, you know, also I got I got actually changed my habits because yes, if you want to live, yes, because there's always I, I don't want to get too graphic here, but. I'll there's al there's always you know like, the there's always room. grass stains in the toilet. Okay. So I saw that's, I that's why I gotta change my habit. I have a question: Is it like rock, like solid, or is it? I uh, well, I can't really get into that. Um, <laughs> if, it, if it was a edible item, it'd be gum. Oh my Jeez. god! That's what I'm saying. Right, we got we got we can't go too in depth. About it, <laughs> if it were an edible item, it'd be gum. Okay. I would guess um, brownies. As opposed to brownie, maybe brownies with caramel. Yeah. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. What about you, Lefty? How many times a day? I used to be once a day recently, over about the last few months. So it's been twice a day, and I like it a lot more. I wonder if Doctor Ron's available, if he's even on the IM anywhere, because he could tell us what's normal. Yeah. In fact, if you know what's normal, kind of, well, you know, maybe we can kick one of these fantasy auto racing team things to you. I've always heard you're supposed to go for every meal that you have. So I've heard two to three times a day is quite normal. Okay. And it's not supposed to be gummy. Because that's why you have water. That's why water is readily available to you. I, I like it gummy. Do you go in public? Yeah. No now, problem. obviously not out in the corner of uh, uh, Main Street <laughs> and uh, Lee Highway, but eh. <laughs> but you do, you're not afraid to go somewhere? No, not at all. Um, unless, like, you know, Something's happened to that bathroom. That, yeah, but if it's a normal public restroom, no, I have no problem. We were at Union Station. Lefty and I were at Union Station right. earlier today, and that's a place I wouldn't poo. No, I've done it there. What? Down in the down uh, near the food, the food court? court? Yep, I've done it there. He said it with pride. I'm, I'm in shock. Yeah. <laughs> Worst place I ever did it was the old Tiger Stadium. Ugh. That was disgusting. What, it, what? Was it a busy game? Well, it was never a busy game, but it, does it really matter? I mean, because there's always just a line of people out, out in front of it when it's a busy game, and you know you just don't want to let it well, yeah, you line up at that trough. That's where all is, they had there. Where is the worst place to go, if you would actually think about it? Where would be the worst? Is a sporting event one of the worst places to go? Strip clubs. Wow. Yeah. I wouldn't even think you would. That, that's Aren't the point. stalls usually reserved for Coke and oral? <laughs> exactly. That's why you don't want to go there. <laughs> they're banging. They're all pissed off. All right, let's see. Maybe we can ask. We can get something. How unprofessional on my left? You see, I don't even wear headphones. I know. I got to put my headphones on to take phone calls. Lori, welcome to the hideout. Hi. What's up, baby? I'm a nurse practitioner, and I can tell you everything you need to know about bowel movement. Outstanding. Now, first of all, this isn't going to hurt Matt Albert giving him X-Lax and a burrito, right? No. This isn't anything that could kill him. JFK no. is not held responsible. That uh, would be some great publicity. I'll yeah. tell you that now. Dying, <laughs> dead virgin. Killing black people. In the high head. No. Oh. It, works, it, works, it works so well for the KKK. <laughs> um, all right, Lori, so what is normal then? Every, some 
people go every day, but you if you have them every three days, that's still normal. Very good. Wow. So, I'm in the clear. So are Matt Albert and I, like, in trouble because we're going two or three times a day at least? No. No. If, if you have more fiber or more fluid in your diet, that's going to make you go more often. Okay. Oh, man, because I got a little worried there. Yeah, I go twice a day. Lori, as a yeah. chick, let me ask you, how many times do you go? I don't. I only go about maybe once. Sometimes twice a week. Oh, that's so sexy. Well, no, it's, no, it's not. Not in the slightest bit is that sexy. <laughs> no, that she only goes once or twice a week. How many chicks? That's okay. Yeah. Now, are you into anal? No. Would no. that be Would that be a reason for it? Too far. No. <laughs> like, like a little. Oh, that's. Uh huh. That's a yes. That's a yes. Yeah. <laughs> What'd she I, say? She said yes, and I, I'm the one asking compelling questions here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Lori. She's called them out of control. You are out of control. <laughs> and how do you say Holy Jesus in the middle of this segment? Holding him like a little kid, that's enough. To prove my point. Far, uh, Jesus. Is the burrito ready? Is the X-Files ready? Why are you looking at me? Because I have to look somewhere. Can't look at me? I can't. <laughs> I'm afraid of that smell. Look at Lefty. I would. He's a handsome man, isn't he? Is he not? I'd bang him. Now we're even getting hit him by Matt Albert, too. Look at him. They're, they're uh, <laughs> anti. I don't, I don't like Lefty. Lefty's the positive. Matt Albert's the negative. All right, let me read the box of this X-Lax real quick, Bateman. <clears throat> Bateman, by the way, doing a stellar job today, producer. Yeah, What's with the karate thing? Oh. I'm new here. Oh, Bateman, that's his uniform. Okay. <laughs> All right, just check it. That's the Bateman uniform. Ultra easy to swallow X lax Stim uh, stimulant laxative, experts in gentle, dependable overnight relief. Overnight? Uh oh, uh oh, triple up. Yeah, I want you to take. Let's I'm not, see. I'm not tripling it up. I have, to, <laughs> I have a long car ride home. Warning. Um, let's see. You don't have abdominal pain, nausea, or vomiting. Every day. <laughs> I see myself in the mirror. It comes. If pregnant or breastfeeding, you have breasts. You're not feeding anybody on them, are you? Or you, fat face. You need a small village on them. All right. In case of overdose, I don't think you could really overdose on X-Lax. We should ask Lori that. Here's what we now got. Now Dub's offended her, so we'll never get her back. We got 12 of these. All right. We got 24 comfort-coated pills. I need you to take eight of these. No. Oh, my God. No way. Eight of them's fine. I think eight's perfect. No. Dubs took one Viagra and nothing happened to him. You can take eight, excellent. No. You need this. In fact, you know what? God damn, I wish we had a scale here. I bet you'll lose weight tonight thanks to the hideout. You got all this excess. I'd rather excess. not lose water weight. That could kill me and dehydrate me. It's not going to dehydrate you. Yes, it does. Just drink a Pepsi like Dubs and you'll be yeah, fine. You'll get your water back. It takes water out of your system so it flushes everything out. Kyle, welcome to the hideout. Hey, man, what's up? What up, bro? Hey, man, we put a whole box of that X-Lax in some brownies one time, and it didn't kill the guy, but it surely did mess his guts up for a couple of days. The question is, how quick did he go? Well, we left him for him because he was eating all of our stuff at work, so we don't really know exactly how long it took to take effect, but we know it took effect. Oh, outstanding. All right, we have all, all right. seven contestants. Thank you, Kyle. We have all seven contestants' statement. All right, start eating. Start eating, Matt Albert. You're... What about that, those first? Don't you think you should yeah, take those first? Get first. them into the system right away. Yeah. Maybe they, they shouldn't. So they don't have to eat through the burrito. I cut them up and mainline them. They don't have to eat through the burrito. <laughs> yeah. Can you snort X lines? Is there anything wrong with that? That might just give you a cold. Um. It doesn't say how many you should take. 
I'm trying to look at the directions. Where are the directions? I just ah, here we go. Let's see. Um, adults and children over 12, one tablet daily. I'm saying three. At least three. At least? How about two and a half? Three. I, 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 I would rather five, but I'll, I'll settle with three. Lefty, what do you think? I think three's fair. I, I said eight, so I think we've settled on seven. Because if you think what? of a 12-year-old kid... What about a 12-year-old kid, though? They weigh what? Maybe 80 pounds? That's true. You're like 15 12-year-old kids. <laughs> what are you looking at? I'm at least seven. At the most, seven. Seven. All right, you'll take... Let's, let's give him two. I don't want to hurt no, him. No, three. three. Don't, don't hurt him. It's it's one, hurt, it says one, one daily, man. It's not going to hurt him. Why am I always well, the one that's worried about people in the high It's out? not going to hurt him. Trust me. Do you not love me? <laughs> Come on. I love you, man. By the way, have you oh, seen that he's 19 years old and he has gray hair? I know. He's got a ton of gray hair. You know what that is? It's built-up semen. Because you're, <laughs> you're a virgin and it's trying to get out through your hair on the top of your head. I wear size 18 feet, too. I mean, shoes. All right. Three. All right? So we need to take our commercial break. Take three of those right now in front of us. Do you have water? I'll give him you some of mine. Anything? I'll give him some of mine. Don't share with him. Can I get some what? Jesus juice? Here we go. Yeah. There's Tommy with your Jesus juice. Again, J-Dubs, what is it that we are doing tonight on JFK? The big game is tomorrow, but the Bowl Bowl is tonight. Win will Matt Albert Poole. Stay tuned to find out on The Hideout, 1067 WJFK. All right, we need to take a commercial break, so we will do that. We're going to take a very quick break and come back. I love this kid. Seriously, if I had a job, I'd hire you, Matt Albert. You're outstanding. He's a good guy. He's a funny guy. When will Matt Albert poo? You rub my belly? Yeah. We're giving away uh, 30 minutes. And, uh, what I want you to do is I want you to just sit in. I want you to start eating now, all right? Make sure you start eating. And just sit in the corner and eat and be fat. That's the first time everybody <laughs> had to demand me to eat. Pretend like you're at home. Sit home in the corner, eat and be fat. Maybe we can get an instant messenger in here for you so you can really feel that you're at home. You and Tommy, LOL, LOL. Shoot <laughs> Moe's. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna come back and play insert this, uh, the latest game show. Uh, thanks to the hideout. Insert this. In fact, if you want to go ahead and hop on the phone lines. Call in about three minutes as we take this commercial break, all right? So 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. In playing Insert This, not only will we give you uh, something special out of the Midnight Monkey, N-I-T-E.com uh, website, we'll also go ahead and throw in Singles in the City. Wow. Yeah, we'll throw in Singles in the City as well. That's a hell of a prize. Because this is going to be a tough game. So we'll explain the game and how it works. Uh, we're taking a very, very quick commercial break. It is the hideout. It's WJFK. More talk. More talk. More chuckles. Chuckles. Guaranteed. I like to complain about your show. Well, America, here's your chance to fight back. What? How about if I come down there and kick your ass? That'd be f***ing hilarious. 636-1067. Welcome back to the hideout. Dial the phone numbers if you want to win. Uh, not only will you win a lovely sex toy from MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E, uh, the proud um, deliverer of outstanding prizes to the hideout, 
Um, by the way, those of you that won last week, we have all your stuff finally, so be looking for it in the mail. Your porta poons, your uh, various super C's, <laughs> all those great oh. things. Yeah, the jelly-filled super C and uh, others will all be coming up for you. So uh, make sure. Also, too, in this game, we are giving away a pair of tickets. Uh, you hear it all the time. The singles in the city, the premier singles event in Washington, uh, in Washington, D.C. on Friday, February 13th at the prestigious Marriott Wardman Park Hotel. Meet Severing John from uh, the Howard Stern Show along with El Jefe and J-Dubs. For ticket info and all the fun stuff, singlesinthecity.net. In fact, uh, we have Matt Albert here as we are playing the Bow Bowl right now. So um, we'll kind of get you caught up on the Bow Bowl. But first, we want to play uh, right now. Insert this! The way this game works, it is quite simple. I don't know how many of us have been sitting watching television, and in the middle of our television watching, it never fails. There's a commercial for some sort of a feminine hygiene product. I don't know if whether you're watching MTV, if you're watching The Wheel of Fortune. It usually happens a lot more when you're watching something like The Real World or Golden Girls. Right. Yeah. Well, I would watch The Real World. I don't watch I, Golden Girls I love so much Golden anymore. Girl. I love it. Uh, you, Lifetime. You see this a lot? I actually saw it on pregame football one time. Uh, female hygiene commercial? Yeah. I was shocked. Well, you know why? Because a lot of times during pregame, the chick's usually just getting all the food ready right. and that kind of stuff. By the way, that's what I'm looking for, a chick that's in the football. A chick that's going to be fine. By the way, speaking of that, Dubs, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, your event. Plug it. Where are you going to be? I'm going to be at Dave & Buster's from 6 to 8. Actually, I'll be there for the whole game. The, the big bus. game. The big game. And uh, we'll be hanging out there. And I got, actually, a 36-inch TV and two leather recliners from Value City Furniture to give out. So, wow. That's a good cool. time. That's like my dream comes true. It's all going to one person. So All of that's going to one person. Yep. And so you'll be out there, I'll be out there, but you're going to be the star. I am the star. It's J-Dub's, forget it. J-Dub's <laughs> day for the big game. <laughs> At Dave and Buster's tomorrow from 6 to 8. So come hang out and watch the big game. All right, here we go. Insert this. And actually, you play the music from now. I'm yeah. sorry. Insert this. All right, Pia. Yeah. All right, Pia, you ready to play the game? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a commercial for you. All right? Mm-hmm. We have beeped out the product name. You need to name the product. God. Name the product, the feminine hygiene product, in... Insert this! All right, Dubs, please start. This is great or what? Uh-huh. Blue skies, the birds. The lake. The lake? No, um, the lake. Uh, oh, okay. You know what? I can help. Okay. I've said it. I've been on the boat before. I know what I'm doing. For protection against unexpected leaks, you need... Pearl. Pearl expands quickly and comfortably for extraordinary protection. Uh, forget. The one, the only, Pearl. <laughs> All right, so there it is. 800-636-1067. 202-432-1067. I got to tell you one thing about the chick in that commercial. 
I have got the biggest thing for her ever. And you know, it's so funny. She's hot. All right, so let me set this. And you, you know she's uh, ragging at the time. So. <laughs> that's even hotter. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's you so know funny. Because that's how I first noticed the commercial. Yeah. She, they're out in the middle of a lake on a boat, uh, uh, a, um, a, a leak springs right. boat. And she uses her product, which you have to guess the name of, to plug up and save them from sinking. And you so funny you ah. say that. She looks exactly like my very first program director. Really? Yeah, Barbie Brown. How did she name that program director? She was so smoking. I was a little fat turd at Texas Tech University. Oh. Still are. Um, <laughs> all right, that's Matt Albert, <laughs> who has taken three X-Lax. And just about finished that burrito, too. The entire 7-Eleven burrito, now working on a Pepsi. I got a poo just smelling that burrito. All right, here we go. Insert this. Insert this! Let's play it one more time, Dubs. Play the commercial one more time. This is great and what? I'm in a hurry. Blue skies, the birds. The lake. The lake? No, um, the lake. Uh, okay. You know what? I can help. Okay. I've said it. I've been on a boat before. I know what I'm doing. For protection against unexpected leaks, you need pearl. Pearl exams quickly and comfortably for extraordinary protection. All right. Now, we're good. The one should be only girl. <laughs> you know she's going to be given oral because she is uh, having that time. She's going to get oral on that boat. That's so awesome. Pia, name that product and insert this. Tampon. Okay, that's not the actual name. We need the actual. We need the actual company. The company name. So you're not naming what the device is. You're naming the company. So uh, let's try again. Insert this. Whose commercial is exactly? Matt, do you have any? Huh? Sure, we'll go with uh, Tampax. Is it Tampax J-Dubs? Yes. I, I don't have a. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a winner buzzer or anything, but yes, it is. Congratulations, Matt. You are a winner on Insert This. You have won uh, some uh, lovely sex toys from MidnightMonkey.com. Excellent. And, and are you uh, with somebody? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, I have a few somebodies. Okay, well, here's the thing. You still want to go to Singles in the City? Sure. Come hang out with uh, me, Dubs, and Stuttering John from the Howard Stern Show? Sounds great. All right, uh, singlesinthecity.net, go there. Uh, hold on, Matt. We're going to get all of your information. Congratulations for winning Insert This. <laughs> Does he get one of these? Port-a-poon. No, he doesn't <laughs> get a port-a-poon. Um, but uh, he actually will get another device uh, of his choosing, midnightmonkey.com. All right, so there it is, the first go-round, and insert this. And you're right, man, that chick is... She's hot. She was in the another commercial for those, too, the first one that was out a little while ago. Is she, she, you, she was the one that, like, she was made a... She made, like, a rope of tampons. Do you have her... Like, yeah. Is that the same one? Yes. She's wearing the all-white all outfit? White. Gorgeous. She, you're right. She is oh very, very hot. Do you have her resume with you or something? <laughs> no, but I, I remember hot chicks. Are you a connoisseur <laughs> of tampon commercials? And by the way... It, is anyone else know? How does a tampon really work? I don't know. I, I, I have no clue. You look at it. There's applicators. What's that for? I know what a string is. I know that I'm totally grossed out when I see a string. <laughs> you know? It's like, oops, let me stuff that. No clue. <laughs> no, no clue. No, thank you. I'm not interested anymore. It's like a tail. It's like, <laughs> it's like you're dating a rat at the time or something. <laughs> That's so true. Insert this! <sighs> Commercial number... Uh, uh, two J You can use lipstick for eyeliner or a nail brush on your teeth. 
Life by Superior Pad to do what a pad does. We're introducing Ultra Thin, the right pad to deal with those little leaks that have nothing to do with your period. Ultra works better than a regular period ultrasound. You control just this kind of wetness and odor. Period pads are period pads. Only is and there is an odor. Wait, what? Who's got? All right, hold on a what? second. Get that one back is up. That for real? This is something that we is couldn't. Is that legitimate? We couldn't make that one up. If you have any idea what that is. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. That's not from, like, Great Britain or something, is it? It's running all over television right wow. now. Wow. Now, now, hold on a second. Here's... All right, this is something... weird. I just learned. Okay, it's a difference because, you know, whenever a woman is having that time, obviously, they're protecting against certain things. Yeah. So, um, I believe what this product is for... It's not for when it's that time, but it's for leakage, you could a say. Discharge, if you will. Well, maybe uh, just, to, just so there's no stain. In, like, for excitement? You know what I mean? Like, kind of like when you get excited. Or are, they really, are they really walking around just getting excited then? Well, how can you look at us? <laughs> how could they not? Yeah, but... They will be at Dave & Buster's tomorrow <laughs> with J-Dubs there. To me, that's what that sounds like. We'll do it one more, play it one more time. Turn the music down. Really focus uh, on this, and we'll try it. You can use lipstick for eyeliner or a nail brush on your teeth. Why select a period pad to do what a pad does? We're introducing Ultra Thin, the right pad to deal with those little leaks that have nothing to do with your period. Really? Ultra Thin works better than a regular period Ultra Thin. You control just this kind of wetness and odor. Remember, period pads are period pads. Only is the right pad. Got it? Port of ten. All right, so name the actual product. Okay, as we play. I didn't really catch it the first time. I didn't. I didn't exactly either. Exactly what it was. And no. here's the thing: I recorded it. I put it in the Coolettit. I had Tommy beep it out so you wouldn't know what it was. But as I just listened to it that first time, yeah. that's what it's odor. Wow. All right. Well, let's try as we play. this. We'll go to John, who's been hanging on. John, do you have any idea what the name of that is? Uh. Yeah, it sounds like it's an always. Always. I'm sorry, it is not always, although that is an outstanding guess, always. Let's go to Travis. Travis, welcome to the hideout as we play. Insert this! Oh, man. Uh, he just stole mine, so I, I'll go with Tampax again. Uh, it's not a bad guess, because, I mean, the, the, you, you can listen to guys. That's all we know. But, no, I'm sorry. That is not Tampax. Thank you, Travis. Uh I love this game. I don't know about you this guys. Is Device is right last week. Insert this this week. Hideout's on a roll. <laughs> I like the music. Um, you like the singers? The the hideout singers? Insert this! Who the hell is that? That's me, Tammy, and John Spawn. <laughs> we went into prod. We shouted. And then, That's so gay. And then we uh, I put a little effect on it. It sounds professional. Yeah, it does. I mean, seriously, does that not sound professional? Insert this! I would, I would rather. Port a pen. Alan, welcome into the hideout. Hey, yeah, what's up? What's up? You got a guess? Yeah, is it Playtex? No, not Playtex. Oh, come on. That's a great one, though. You just ran the gamut of the three I've heard of. Uh, and you know what? I'll tell you this. This is a tough one because I've never heard of this one before. All right. 
I'd never heard of this well, one. Sure, is that a Canadian or something? No, I, it's all over television right now. Yeah. And in fact, let me say how hard it was to pull these commercials. Yeah, I thought there would be a lot more than there were. You, Maybe you, told, you told me to watch for them. I watched for days and I never saw them. Me too. We only came up with the two, the one that we pulled previously and this one. Um, so, you know, let's play it one more time, Jada. Turn on the music. Let's play it one more time. You can use lipstick for eyeliner or a nail brush on your teeth. Why such a period pad to do what a pad does? We're introducing Ultra Thin, the right pad to do with those little leaks that have nothing to do with your period. Ultra Thin, which is better than a regular period Ultra Thin. It controls just this kind of wetness and odor. But remember, period pads are period pads. Only is the right pad. Got it? He's, no, no, I don't. We're going like you. oil leak or something. You tell me leak. <laughs> Let's try a chick. Should we try a chick? Yeah. yeah. Janet, welcome into the hideout. Hi, I'm gonna guess stay free. Not oh. stay free. Oh. Damn. Insert this. Steven, you All gotta right. guess. Kotex. Not Kotex. Not Kotex. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Johnny. Hey. Your guess, please. Light days? <laughs> what? Light days? What is that? I don't know, man. I just asked the girl, and she said that's her name. All right. No, that is not it. I'm sorry. Thank you, though, John. Oh, man. Come on. That's original. I, hey, we're, we're not looking for original. We're looking for right. <laughs> uh, Tom, welcome into the hideout. Uh, my guess was in God. All right. So like, like Tampax? Yeah, we already had Tampax. This is a tough one. This is the one that people have heard of. And, again, it's not... In particular, as you listen, it's not in particular for periods. This is for feminine hygiene products, and this definitely counts as one. Um, all right, let me see here. I gotta go to this. Tommy's passed me a note to. Let's see. Um, brand name. He wants me to give some. He wants me to check my IMs. Give some hints, maybe. Yeah, maybe give some hints. Let's see. Uh, you maybe if you want to Google like information about loss of bladder control. Is, is that what it's trying to protect against? Bladder? I honestly think it's between excitement. Yeah, I think you know when a girl gets excited. And I mean, it's not like really depends. No, it's. I know I'm not going to give hints because if they don't get it, they don't get it. All right, all right. we're going to go through the callers that we have now, and if nobody gets it, we'll give it out, and we'll just save the singles in the city for something else. All right. By the way, I do want to say that Joe, uh, right now, Joe is on the clock for the Bowl Bowl. And we'll check in with uh, Fat Albert, Matt Albert over there. How are you feeling, by the way? Just a second. Oh, fantastic. Three X left, a 7-Eleven burrito. Scott, you have a guess for this? Yeah, it uh, depends, Maxipaz? It is not depends. Thank you. Alexis, welcome into the hideout. Hey, Hefe. Hey, what's up, baby? The, the Alexis uh, hangs out, uh, our correspondent. That's right. What's hey, up? Hey, baby. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Matt Albert kicking the hey, baby. Um, what's up? Uh, I think the answer to your thing is always. It is not always. Not You've already always. guessed. Uh, always, yeah. Here's, uh, let me tell you this. Everything's off the table. Always. Tampax. Uh, the, the big ones are Stay really free. Oh. 
These are all off the table. Light days is gone. Light days is gone. Whatever <laughs> the hell. I say, you guys. You guys are a perfect example of why you guys got to keep sex ed in school. Because <laughs> you don't know the difference between that time of the month and bladder problems. Is it for bladder? That's what I, we're wondering. Well, she doesn't even know what it is, though. How would she know? But I'm gonna. I'm just guessing that it's pretty so clear that there's like a huge market for things with bladder problems. Do you ever have those bladder problems? Do I personally? Hold on well, a second. Let's ask. Let's ask. I got a, a question. Yeah. What, what happens when you get excited? <laughs> Does that happen? It happens. Just rant because guys walk around and they'll get you know wood occasionally. It's, it's it's a biology thing. I mean, I'm sure. Does it ruin the panties? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> I think you'd probably have to be pretty excited for that. Well, you know, I'm used to that. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Alexis. You should ban her for re-guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, welcome into the hideout. Only you can get banned from this show. Uh, what's up, Sam? Oh, uh, hey. I think the answer is poise. That is correct! Uh, Sam, congratulations. You have guessed it. It is a poise. Pat. Boys. He said oh, 14. It is yeah, it does. How old are you, Sam? Hey, turn your radio down. Turn your radio down, Sam. You there? Yeah. All right, how old are you? Uh, I'm 14. Oh, my God. <laughs> how do you know? All right, Sam, here's the... I don't know. My, I'm riding in the car with my brother, and he's, yeah, he just knew it, and he told me to call you, you guys up. Let's talk to your brother. Let's talk to your brother. That's okay, though. He doesn't win the sex toy. We'll have to figure out something else to he get. He doesn't win the singles in the city, either. I know. <laughs> we'll, we'll give him one of these fantasy auto racing teams. It's all right. Well, let's talk to your brother, though, Sam. Hello? Hey, how hey, how you doing, man? Good. How about you? All right. How old are you? Uh, 16. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, the, the poise is big with the uh, the men, six, 14 to 16. With the teenagers, 14 to 16 years old. Now, he would probably know this, though, because he's probably watched television. How did you know it was poise? Uh, just watching television. I think my grandma's got some of those, too. Oh, oh. <laughs> Granny's got some leakage. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. All right, Sam, hold on. Here's the thing, bro. Uh, we can't give you the singles in the city. We can't give you the sex toys, but we're going to give you... Uh, free fantasy team entry in the uh, Sporting News Fantasy Stock Car Challenge. Uh, you could uh, go on. It's got a great scoring system and maybe even win $5,000. So hold on and we'll get all your info, buddy, okay? All right. Congratulations for winning. Insert this. Wow. Poise pad. So there it is. Insert this. There it is. A new game. And what we'll probably do from now on, we'll probably get more of these, record them as they go, because this is a hit, I think. Yeah, that, that was good. So we'll play insert this occasionally. And another thing that I noticed as we were trying to record these commercials is that as you go along, there's so many commercials that look like they should be tampon or feminine hygiene commercials. Because what I would do is I would just record the whole day and then scan through. So you see these commercials for the teeth whiteners, yeah. for, like, Tic Tac, and you're thinking, all right, great, this is going to be a tampon commercial, and it turns out it's for another product. Now, since we don't know exactly what a poise pad is, and we still have the singles in the city stuff, if someone can call up and uh, maybe tell us exactly if, they, if, if you use the poise pad and you know what it's used for. Well, actually, I have the website right here. Oh, do you? Let me go to, um, let's see here. It's poise.com, www.poise.com. Dot com. Oh, look at this. It's all pink. Special offers. Learning Center. There you go. All right, go, go Learning Center. The learning center. Using our AOL for broadband, our content partner. Now, is there audio on it? All right, here, we're whores. All right, here's what it is. 
Bladder control is not usually a subject that comes up among friends, but if it did, you may be surprised to learn that many women you know have also experienced some type of um, incontinence of the number one in their kind. Whether it's unexpected leakage that comes with a cough or sneeze <laughs> or a laugh. Uh-oh, this show's dangerous. we got three chuckles an hour. <laughs> making, making grannies leak all over D.C. Um, now, the funny thing is, there's no grandmas on that commercial. It's all a bunch of young people with... It was. Bladder. It was. An estimated one out of three over the age of 40 share these same stories. So, wow. It's from this the teenagers. It's a poise pad. But play the commercial one more time. All right? You may use lipstick for eyeliner or a nail brush on your teeth. Why expect a period pad to do what a pad does? We're introducing Ultra Thin, the right pad to deal with those little leaks that have nothing to do with your period. Your Ultra Thin works better than a regular period Ultra Thin. You control just this kind of wetness and odor. Remember, period pads are a period pad. Only is the right pad. Got it? Right, so does the odor come? I don't even know how far yeah, I, I want to get into this. I don't That's know another reason I'm glad I'm not a chick. Maybe the pad is scented. I'm sure it's probably. Hey, Dubs, turn up the AOL or turn up the computer real quick. Do you know how? Yeah. Put it on select two. Because it says click here to learn more about our newest pro. I'm sorry if this is taking up too much All time. Right. There you go. But we're trying to learn a little something. Get this AOL for broadband. Uh, it doesn't look like there's any type of. Uh, I thought they'd be saying something. It doesn't look like it's saying something. All right, well, there it is. In fact, it's so funny. Yesterday or last night. What Wait, I think I, I think I just heard something. What? Porta pen. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Well, there it is. Uh, insert this. The latest. Uh oh, Matt Albert. Hey, going, Matt Albert. <laughs> I just feel like standing up. Okay. <laughs> I got a lot of attention back there. I just All right. Wanna... So let's update people with what's going on, Dubs. The big game is tomorrow, but the battle ball is tonight. When will Matt Albert fool? Stay tuned to find out on the Hideout 1067 WJFK. We have fed Matt Albert three X laxes, a 7 Eleven burrito. How are you feeling? And we've given away 30 minute time slots right now, Joe. It is in the time slot from 8 to 8.30. So he only has like five minutes left. He's only got five minutes left, and then it'll be Johnny's turn as we go through and uh, play the Bowel Bowl, uh, a brainchild of J-Dubs. Um, how are you doing? Seriously, how are you doing so far? I'm feeling a little tingly. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Matt Albert, six foot three, four hundred seventy-nine pounds. I got, I got like burps. <laughs> Lucky has... Probably smelled them. Are you but farting? No, not yet. You're not you, farting no. here because I don't want you to. <laughs> act, I don't want you to accidentally ruin one of those chairs. I've cleared a classroom before because I farted because <laughs> I had a huge fart. Let's do the old school well, jam of the week, J Dubs. You ready for this? Yeah. Uh, uh, here we go. And in fact, if you do not go at some point during the old school jam, it will be Johnny's turn. And uh, as we play this game, um, the, the bowel bowl. Old school jam of the week, of course, the staple, along with mandatory Marilyn Manson on the hideout, has been since day one. And here is H Town knocking the boots, getting sexy with you, baby. How's that leakage? <laughs> the hideout on JFK. H Town boy, kicking it with my boy Luke. But a nice three, you know what I'm saying? Because we will be knocking the boots. 
Cause it's laid out like that, you know But wait a minute, we ain't through Kick the fam That obviously was not our voice guy. That was not Rob. That was Rob the whole time. That was Matt Albert. How was it Matt Albert? He's been in here the whole time. What, is, what are you doing? First you lie last week about your girlfriend. She's real. What are you talking about? It brought her in. Calm down. <laughs> and now you're manipulating the commercials at WJFK to include yourself when you're nothing more than a promotions bitch handing out all of Rob's <laughs> prizes. I wouldn't go that far calling Rob that. <laughs> I, I am obviously the star, judging by that commercial. <laughs> Thank you, Punani. Oh, my gee. All right, so here's what happened. It's something that's been going on with the last couple of weeks. We found out that our producer is a liar. By the way, I think uh, Rob will be handing out some prizes for me, including a 36-inch TV and two recliners also. That's at my gig, you dick. No, I believe it's at <laughs> mine, too. <laughs> what? It's not yours. It's not your gig. It is Rob Spiewak with the Daughter Mike Show. Call it what you will. But... At the ESPN Zone. And, and, and Dubs is going to be at uh, Dave Busters. Everybody go to ESPN Zone tomorrow, 5 to 7. Stop it all. Already. I'll be signing autographs afterwards. Speaking of signing autographs, Dubs, uh, myself, and uh, stuttering John the Howard Stern show all getting together again, old pals, for the Singles in the City party. Singlesinthecity.net. I'm mean, sure how he looks now. It's been how many years? It's been forever since I've seen John. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was still doing the stuff on the street the last time I saw him. Yeah. Uh, good old uh, Johnny boy. But we're looking forward to that. Do you guys think you could get me an autograph of Stuttering John? <sighs> Why would you want that? You're part of the team now. You don't want his autograph. I've spoken of you, actually. Oh. So, yeah, we will be signing autographs. <laughs> I'll probably be happy to do that since I'm also the new male spokesmodel of the station. <laughs> um, Matt Albert over there, he's practically a plus-size model. <laughs> <laughs> I stole that. That was his line, actually. He's dancing in the corner, so you're, not, you're having no effects from the three X. No, I'm thinking he's. I think he's in on this with somebody. I'm, I saw. He seems like he's holding it right now. No. I, he's squirming like nothing I've ever I'm seen. I'm squirming to keep the pressure off my leg. By the way, <laughs> by the way, that's what I have to do. Donnie yeah. is on the clock. Donnie is on the clock as we're uh, looking to give away. We just talked about some of those singles in the city. Uh, tickets, precious tickets for you and a, another bud, speed dating and that kind of stuff, and that's how you can win with uh, the Bowel Bowl, and that's part of what we're doing with Matt Albert. Um, so here it is with Bateman. We found out two weeks ago that he had a girlfriend, allegedly. He brings her in last weekend. They make out with each other. They grab each other's asses. They dance with each other. She leaves, and he tells us, hey, um, I'd like you guys to meet the girl playing my girlfriend. I remember all of that except for that last part that you jealous bastards have made up. So, as it turns out, 
We know she's not your chick. She. All right. Why did she not come out with us last night? In fact, here it was. Dubs and his chick, myself and my chick, Lefty, was sitting in <laughs> on the show. And uh, Bateman all get together. We're at the Capital City Brewery downtown. Um, and you said, yeah, Ashley's going to come out. She's going to come hang with us. What happened? Well, first of all, she had to work today early. How do you even know this? Can you even believe any of what he's no, talking about? No, no. Is it worth even spending time with it, him? It's like he didn't have enough money to pony up to get her to come out again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She was out with another client. That's what it was, exactly. Plus, the way you were talking about Lefty before he came, I was kind of concerned that he would try and steal her away. What, is he not practically a male model? I don't know. The way you were talking about him, like, he's going to try and take her. He's like that. He'll backstab you once you oh, leave the come table. On. Well, he's a liar. I know he's lying. You're lying. I know he's lying. Here's the, situa here's the situation. I know, I, know that, uh, I know that Lefty bangs a lot of chicks. You know what I was hoping? I'll be perfectly honest. I was hoping... Because to me, it's one of those situations where you found a very hot chick from high school. You figured out a way to worm your way back into her life by saying, hey, I got a radio show. You want to come on and pretend radio to be my girlfriend? So that happens, and now you're calling her. You're trying to maybe going out with her. Now I'm thinking the best thing would be she comes out with us last night at Capital City Brewery, and Lefty comes into town and bangs her. And, not, and I'm talking... Stinky pinky uh, underneath the table at the Capital City Brewery. That's what I was looking for. I like to. public places. And you're lucky she didn't show up. It's one of those situations. You're just bitter because he banged your ex-wife, and that's what broke it up. Where are we going tonight? I don't know where. I'm, I don't know. Uh, where are the chicks at around here? Seriously, I've been in town now for over 24 hours. I've seen three hot chicks. Bateman's basement. Three hot chicks. He came. <laughs> uh, that's at least where their torsos are. We don't know where the rest of them are. <laughs> Where are the hot girls? 800-636-1067-2024321067. It's something that I always bring up, and I always like to ask my friends who I'm in, you know, here in town with, do you prefer a Maryland chick, a D.C. proper chick, or a Northern Virginia girl? Oh, I don't know, but I'll prefer the chicks will be at my show tomorrow from 5 to 7 at ESPN Zone. Shut up. This is not about a shameless plug. <laughs> and it's Rob's gig. It is not your gig. Um, another situation, it's so funny though with this whole Bateman thing, it kind of, it triggered something. Do you remember in high school, like, <laughs> making up the girlfriend? Now, I don't no remember one, in high No one has ever gone as far as Bateman has of paying some hooker I to pay kiss no one to kiss her and grab her ass. But you know, whenever you're sitting there in high school, and mainly it's like in middle school. You're like sixth, seventh grade, and everybody's just starting to hook up. Yeah, it's more middle school. Thing, and so man. then you finally have that slumber party, and everybody's hanging out, talking about their chicks, and they're like, "Hey, uh, you know, hey, you know, Justin, where's your girl?" And you're like, "Oh, uh, yeah, she doesn't go to this school. <laughs> I think she uh, she goes to somewhere in Owen Howell. She's in seventh grade. She's an older girl. <laughs> How'd you meet her? Well, uh, you know, my 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 mom had a birthday party for her friend." And it was my friend's uh, mom's daughter. Can we call her? Let's prank call her. No, no. Uh, her parents get really mad at that. <laughs> no, we were all going to go to the skating rink next week. Do you want to go? I would love to, but she's going to be in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one of those situations. Did you ever make up a girlfriend? I mean, obviously it sounds like no. you had it. No, actually, I, I, I remember my, my one friend, BJ, Vikers BJ. Our he sports did, analyst who's missing in action. He did that, like, for the longest time. Like, just a different girl every three months he'd make up. No, I thought she I thought she went to Weberville. No, this is a new one. <laughs> this one goes to Howell. 
<laughs> and these are all different small towns. Yeah, it's small towns around my small town of Fowlerville. In Michigan. Yeah. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. You know, I've seen this now, too, where... I mean, again, Bateman paid a whore to come in here. and I, I paid no one, and don't talk about my woman that way. And I wonder how much it costs. You're a John. But what I do wonder is, you see this online now, where you can go to eBay. I bet if you went to eBay right now and looked up, like, typed in girlfriend, you, you would find, you you'd find. Poor <laughs> There are chicks who are on there who are, be, who are willing to act like your girlfriend, like they'll send you emails. Um, it, they'll be that girl from out of town for you. I mean, you guys tend to develop a story together, and that way you don't look like the complete sad sack that you more than likely are. Has life just turned like into WWE, where you can just create a whole storyline for yourself and everything, try to have people believe it? That's what the show is, yeah. yeah true. <laughs> <laughs> and for some of us, Bateman, it seems to uh, bleed over I have, into the real life. Into the real world. Why do you insist on trying to make me angry? So, what about you, Lefty? I bet you never were the kind of dude well, where you had to make up. I never it. did because I truly was so pathetic in junior high and high school that nobody would have believed it. And you know what? Lefty's the perfect example of the gangly loser. Yeah. Oh, I was. You have no idea. Everybody make fun of them, you know, type of person in middle yep. school and high school. But when they get out, they blossom into, you know, whatever. It's the same thing with chicks. It took college and beer. It's sometimes you even see, like, girls in high school, you know, when you went to high school with, you are like, there's something off about her right now, but you know you go back to the reunion and she's the one that's the supermodel. Like you always hear about the supermodels, they ask, were you cheerleaders? And they're like, no, I was a nerd. I was always picked on. I had greasy, ratty hair. I don't really believe that most of the time, though. I really do. I think it's yeah. one of those situations. I was awkward like Lefty. <laughs> yes, Matt Albert. <laughs> you bloomed a man to 482 pounds after you that ballooned. Period. You didn't balloon. How dare you? So anyway, that was just. I just wanted to, you know, going through with um, with uh, Bateman here and him making up his his old girlfriend situation. I just thought that was always funny where you make up that chick in that, you know in high school. Now, did you ever date other girls? Um, uh, from other places, throw who out? Huh? What were you saying? Nothing. I oh. They throw dubs out. But... Yeah, I'm ready to get rid of dubs. Uh, go handle Boy the phones if you would, Bateman, please, sir. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Did you ever date chicks from other schools when you were in high school? I did one time. This was like junior high for all of like two weeks, and uh, nothing. It didn't work out. My my favorite thing in high school was you have a chick at your school. And then you're working chicks from other area high schools. You know, because it's high school, you're not looking to marry any of them or, you know, whatever that case is. And so you're working chicks. I think it even works now. I mean, it's like, when you think about it, like, people like pilots and basketball players. Well, they'll have the one steady one at home, oh, yeah. but they travel, and in different cities, they got different chicks in the different places they go. That's kind of that mentality. And I'd be that dude if I wasn't stuck in one place and doing one show. Well, the thing is, like, in uh, in schools now, they're getting so big, you could probably bang another girl in, like, a different grade and probably get away with, with it. Did you ever, uh, were you ever in that situation where you were dating two chicks at the same not, time? Not in, not in high school. I was... I mean, I just was period. Have you, ever, have you ever dated two chicks at the same time? Dated? No. All right. Did you ever bang two chicks at the same time? Once. Did you really? Yeah. That's unfair. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's as cool as it truly is. It's not all it's cracked up to be. The threesome is yeah, it's why? not. Why? Because there's just so much going on. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, you got four boobs, you got two badges. Yes, there's a lot going on. That's, That's kind of the, the thrill. 
It is, you're right, and that's what's cool about it, but at the same time then, all these thoughts start going through your head. Like, where does it go when I'm done? What? <laughs> In the shower. <laughs> Pick a forehead. I don't know. It's just... Ah, it, it's just too much going on. Look at Matt Albert stewing right now. I don't like you. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll give you some lessons. I got a season. I don't know where to put it. Uh, we could have some lessons back if you want, Matt Albert. I was, you're bitching about this. I'm not but, complaining about it. That's the thing. I'm not complaining about that. I'm not complaining about that. All right, that. calm I down. I'm crap over here. <laughs> I, I am getting crap, but I'm not getting that kind of... I'll give you some phone numbers before I leave. In the, in the bowel bowl uh, as the two of them go by. That's amazing. So it was all, it was overload in a sense to be a little bit. Minutes. I would do it again. Not that I wouldn't do it again, but it was an awful lot going on. I think it was one of those things where since it was the first time that it ever happened, it was just an awful lot going on, you know. But once now, I think it would be a, the epitome of fun. My basically. thing is the only thing that I would worry about is not pleasuring either either one of them because that's, that's a concern. No, I always take pride in that. But that's why they're there with each other because when you think about it, they don't even expect you. I would think there's even a mentality in the chick's part where she's not thinking yeah, that I'm he's good. going to last long. Well, so that's why I brought right. the girl in so we can take care of each other in the corner while he's already rolled over and fallen asleep once he's finished. But I know there's that. You're not to fall asleep when that's going on. But at the same time, too, as a man, you got to think to yourself, wow, I want to be able to last at least yeah. you know, five to seven minutes. Oh, yeah. How long did you go when you were with two chicks? It went on for about 20 minutes or so. Did you finish? No. Why? I didn't finish because I just didn't know what to do with it. Mo. <laughs> what do you mean? So wait a second. You don't know where you're going to complete, so you just decide you're not going to. Pretty much. I say it doesn't count. All right. It doesn't count. That's if you don't, fine. Don't if you count it. <laughs> I could care less. If you don't complete, I don't think it counts. That's ridiculous. You're, well, you're an idiot. And I did. Well, whatever. We had this. We had this conversation. I did finish though, like in the next 15 minutes, because one of them was my girlfriend, so the other one left, and then I finished. All right, then that does count. Because my whole thing with Dubs for a very long time, or you know, we had we had these people who were looking to you know have sex, much like Matt Albert. If Matt Albert goes and has sex with somebody yeah. for the first time, and he doesn't complete, to me. He hasn't had sex. Exactly. Because he did not finish. It, it, it doesn't matter if you break the plane. You got you to gotta finish, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> break the plane. Somehow you have a way, Dubs, to put it in layman's terms so beautifully. Yeah. I know. That the rest of us... <laughs> I am a layman. <laughs> that the rest of us have problems understanding. Rachel, welcome into the hideout on JFK. Hi. What's up? Um, well, I know this is kind of late and going back a bit, but... I had some information about um, poison pads and, and urinary incontinence and all that. Okay. Um, all right. The poison pad. This was for our game that we played. Uh, insert this. Yes. All right. So what? You can't get too graphic, but what? That's, what's the info? No, that's fine. The the reason that this is a major problem with women is um, after they've had a baby. Um, the pelvics. Yeah, the pelvic floor muscles are weak, and when they have a baby, the pelvic floor muscles get even weaker if they don't do Kegel exercises and things like that, and so then they get... There's exercises for after that? Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah. Those are great. I think all chicks should always do that. The key, Absolutely. It, it, it's just they, they work the muscle, I suppose you would say. Wow. And does it help with um, getting everything back the way it should be as far as not so... Absolutely. Not Absolutely. a warm flash of water? 
In fact, every woman should do at least 100 of those Kegel exercises a day for life. Hey, didn't I hear something about dudes can do the same kind of thing? Yes. What? Yes. With, with, the, the, with the back door? No, not with, oh. the, not with the back door, but with, well, you know, with your uh, equipment. It increases climax. Really? Do you know that, Matt? How do you know that? I Virgin. You read things. Fatgirls.com. That's where you read them. When you're 19 and a virgin, you get kind of creative with your J.O. patterns. Yeah, it is one of those. Damn right. So it's not, because my whole thing, when we listened to the commercial, my whole thing was I honestly believed it is when women get excited. And it's in the middle of the day, and they still got the whole day to go, and that kind of situation. No. In fact, um, the reason I know all of this is I'm a childbirth educator and a postpartum educator. What are you doing listening to this show? (laughs) You're too smart for this show. Well, I'm driving home from an appointment. That's that's why I have to No, we we love you anyway. That's actually kind of cool. You you, you picked the right day to listen to JFK. Yeah. All right. Um, But um, it's when... When women say your body is never the same after you've had a baby, that is the secret code for I can't hold my urine, and you won't be able to hold your urine. Okay. Can I hold it? Wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Now, hold on. That's, that's what women mean when they, in the commercial, they say that women don't talk about it. That's the way that they that they kind of hint at it, that I've, I've developed this problem, or you may develop this problem, because it's very common, especially after you've had a baby. Rachel, you are awesome. Are you married? I am. All right. I was going to send you to Singles in the City. Unfortunately, I, uh, you want a sex toy? I would love a sex toy. Congratulations. <laughs> MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E. I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to get your information. We're going to send you a big one. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Hold on. Oh, I hung up on her. Rachel, call back. Rachel, call back. Christ almighty. Dubs, you're the funniest bastard I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I hold it? <laughs> I don't even know if I got dumped any of that. So. Could I have? It's it's not, whatever. Not worried about it. Um, we'll move on to the next travel. I can look through it on tape later. <laughs> 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 we can enjoy it for ourselves. <laughs> Kelly, welcome to the hideout. Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, love your show, Hefe. Wow, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, listen, uh, about the hot chicks in Northern Virginia. Yes. There are basically two kinds, and I know where you can find them. Okay. Um, well, if you're K Street, is that where you're at? <laughs> no. Okay. If you're looking, like, say, around Alexandria or Crystal City, Arlington, that area, you'll find the more educated, ultra-well-groomed. That's what I'm looking for. I don't want yeah, that. Yeah, but if you're looking for, like, the like low-rider magazine chicks, You'll find him down in Prince William County. <laughs> which one are you? You're sorry. the first one, aren't you? Yeah, which one are you, Kelly? Well, I'm married, so it doesn't count. I'm sorry. Sure. But I'm down in Prince William. <laughs> so you're a little low riding, though, huh? Stink. You stinky, hey, eh? there's nothing wrong with that. No, don't hate. No, I don't hate at all. Trust me. I wish you were my wife. Tony, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. She was a whore. <laughs> all right. Um, now, okay, so it's one of those situations where, you know, and really when you think about it, you got, you know, your Maryland chick, your... You know, your D.C. Yeah. proper chick and then your Northern Virginia chick. And I do like to go for the more educated ones because you need somebody yeah. in a relationship who's smart. They don't smart. put out as much, but, yeah, if that's what you want, then kind of stick to Alexandria, Arlington. Hey, where's a good place to go tonight? Because, I mean, we're, our, our buddy is here, Lefty. I mean, we're all looking to yeah, go well, out. Tell him to go, tell him to go down to, like, um, Fredericksburg Shooters. 
Fredericksburg. Yeah, we're not going to Fredericksburg. Shooters, Virginia. <laughs> Shooters. That seems like some place where you get like a dirty well drink it's, or something. Yeah. We want something classy. Pretty cool. We just talked about one classy chicks. Hey, Kelly, thank you for the call, baby. All right. Bye-bye. Dubs, I know you wanted to rip into her so yeah, bad. Yeah. Can you just be nice for once? Well, that, I just get pissed with people. Hey, Hefe, great show. Huh? I hate when people just go, hey, Hefe, great show. Oh, thanks. Well, Where's Dubs at? We yeah. have issues with that. In fact, that happens in the halls here. We walk around really? the halls here at JFK, and like Shondell, one of the sales chicks, was like, Hefe, I listen to your show, great show. And Dubs is standing right next to me. Uh, he's like, uh, he's like, what about me? And she's like, what about you? And I'm glad she realizes. That's brutal. That's mean. No, it's because he's plastered his name all over this yeah. goddamn show, so no one even knows <laughs> I'm on it anymore. Wait a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Who moved out here for the show? You can't even give me a little equal billing. Who got the show? Both of us. Actually, the three of us. Yeah. With Lefty, too. Who has changed the name to the hideout? I don't call it El Jefe's hideout anymore. But you call it for so long that it doesn't matter anymore. So what? You want for right. the next year for us to call it J-Dub's hideout so no. you can keep a billing? No, no, Do you want us to change the name to El Jefe and J-Dub Saturday nights on JFK? No, I never said that. Well, stop your bitching. I'm not stop my bitching. It's like an old married couple going back and forth. Here's what we're going to do. It's the hideout featuring J-Dub's. No El Jefe to be mentioned. No. In fact, what about this? You go to singlesinthecity.net, we're giving away these tickets. My name isn't on there because I'll be there signing stuff. No, Dubs is on there. See, Dubs and Stuttering John. Who's, who's really, whose event is it at the big game tomorrow in Dave and Buster's? It's yours. Who's You're getting, right, it is. Who's getting, the cash? <laughs> right. who's getting the cash for that? Me. You are. Where am I in all of this? I'm nowhere. I'm going to hang out with you as a friend. F you. <laughs> Hello? Did somebody talk about my big event tomorrow? No. <laughs> it's Rob Spiewak's event. Stop it already. <laughs> what do you think about our little dysfunctional family lefty? Show's come a long way since that live the tape, huh? It certainly has. All right, so uh here we are in the middle of the bow bowl. Um again the bow bowl. Is that your second Pepsi, Matt Albert? My first. He finished the burrito, finally. We brought in Matt Albert. Go ahead. Explain with us. The big game is tomorrow, but the Bow Bowl is tonight. When will Matt Albert pool? Stay tuned to find out on the hideout. I'm, I'm so glad we asked the pressing questions in the hideout. The stuff that really matters, you'll find on Saturday night. In fact, we're giving away these singles in the city tickets. Uh, the event is the, at the prestigious Marriott Wardman Park Hotel. Hotel, Stuttering John, Hefe Dubs, we're all going to be there. And Matt Albert, right now on the clock is Donnie. He took the 8.30 to 9 o'clock chunk of time. Only five minutes yep. left. Only five minutes in that, and then we'll move on to 9 o'clock. Ryan will be on the clock to win these tickets for singles in the city. The Bowel Bowl. You're not getting it, Donnie. What was that squeak there, Matt Albert? We gave the chair. All right. <laughs> we gave him three x lax a 7-Eleven Jumbo Turbo Burrito, and... Uh, I think it was called the Bomb. The Bomb. The Bomb. The bomb. How, do you feel anything grumbling at all, Matt Albert? I got the bubble guts. It's, I can feel it. <laughs> do you think... You're, now, I don't want you to hold it. When you I'm not. When you need to go, you go. It's down there. It's just not down there. No, I want him to hold as long as possible. It's just so it's violent. When you ask to. Well, we can't hear that. Thing. I like, don't care. Like Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he goes straight up in the air. Don't hear the scream. When he sits down. Was that not one of the funniest scenes in a movie? That's one of the funniest. 
Did you just fart? Yeah, I think you did. You did just you fart. Blame it on the chair. I didn't do anything. Blame it on the chair. That's not the chair. I didn't do That's anything. That's not the chair. That poor chair screaming for help. That's what that is. All right, let's take a commercial break. Just control the show. I got a burp on the way, man. Jesus. We're going to take a very quick break, and what we're going to do is we're going to come back. We have so much to still talk about as well. Um, Dr. J was busted with a sex tape. I finally got a PS2. Uh, which I'm excited to uh, share with you a little bit. Mandatory Manson still on the way. The Bowel Bowl will continue. And maybe even a little Super Bowl talk, J-Dubs. Uh, we could get into that as well. Yeah. And not just plugging events for tomorrow, but maybe even delving into the game for a second. Right on. So Really quick, you want to talk about who we're picking? All right. Let's do that what? when we come back. Okay. Let's do that when we come back. Taking a very quick break. Coming back for you. It's the hideout. It's on WJFK. Who wants another eargasm? Oh, God, no more. No. LFA Hideout, delivering more eargasms an hour than any other show in the nation. The Hideout. Yeah, he's got nice skin. Oh. L-F-A. Do you find Cameron as sexy as I do? That's one sexy Jew. Anal prevents colon cancer. What's that? Homosexual? J-Dub. I think he's a sexy guy. I'm really, really interested to see what he's got going downstairs. Show it. I can't believe we never thought of the fact that you actually could be a homosexual. Homoerotic behavior is my specialty. But I was very, very flattered that a guy grabbed my ass. And I, I even thanked him for it. Specializing in homoerotic humor, The Hideouts, 106.7 WJFK. It's so true. <laughs> we are so gay. Speak for yourself. We're so secure with our sexuality. 800-636. Hey, you talk too, all right? <laughs> 202-432-1067. Uh, welcome back into the hideout. Your Saturday night brought us hanging out with you. I am El Happy. That is J-Dubs, our good friend in from Michigan. Uh, Lefty is here. He's the other voice. Uh, Punani, most of you remember Punani here and excited. Uh, all kinds of things going on with the D.C. United, huh? Yeah, man. Got the Freddy Adudu. You excited uh, about that kid? Oh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm always excited about little boys. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, it's not the first time 14-year-old kid has uh, made you happy. No, actually, I mean, I, you know, I know you guys all hate soccer, but this is a big deal, and I know a lot of people. I, I can't wait. Actually, the weird thing, and we're going to get into the sports whole thing, I can't wait until, like, the NBA sets up, you know, you know, younger kids can get into the NBA early when they're 16 and all that, and they're instead of doing it in the backyard. We need that, they're already 18. Yeah. But, well, I mean, you know, there's the argument. I mean, how 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 soon does it take to develop? There are 16 year old kids if they're brought up just to play basketball. And yeah, ball. but the thing about it is, is you don't need these 16 year old kids out on the road. Look at Kobe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't see. I, 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 soccer. Yeah, it, it just gives you so many uh, opportunities to make bad decisions. Yeah, when you do it but that's, see, it's, it's like okay, I don't want I don't want to get into it because I know you guys don't. But like all over the world, you got youth teams. And kids go to school for, you know, four hours a day, and then they practice for four hours a day for six months out of the year. And I think NBA needs to do that. Obviously, uh, NFL, you no can't way. do it. But you remember when you were, you were in high school athletics, and maybe you wouldn't specifically with your high school, but maybe you were playing on, like, an AAU basketball team right. or a select baseball team that traveled and played in tournaments. You remember when you'd take that trip? Oh, yeah. You know, you were going, you know, in Dallas, we'd go to Oklahoma City or Wichita, you know, Kansas, and have our baseball trips, we tear the hotel rooms up, 
We'd find other whores our age and try to mac on them. And it was never a good situation. You got teenagers running around. A lot more women going to jail for statutory rape, playing sports and that kind of stuff. Well, I I mean, you know, again, they teach them how to be professionals. And I think, you know, you kind of look at the the situation with Kobe and all that stuff. If they had been guided, if he'd been sat down and someone said, this is how you're a professional, from when he was 14, knowing that this kid is going to be... No, he knew. He knew. Not someone. Allegedly. Allegedly. All I know is it works in soccer. I mean, there there are a lot of bad examples, but there are a lot more good examples. Real quick about soccer, guys. I just want to bring this up because it's something that caught my eye, and I wanted to get Punani's perspective Uh since we actually have him in this week. We're going to talk soccer. Trust me, though. It'll be the last time for a year. It involves sex, though. Uh-oh. Uh, the women's officials suggest skimpier outfits. Yeah, Sepp Ladder. Um, did you hear about this? Oh, yeah. yeah. So what they want to do now is they want to have, because I guess women's soccer sucks. Just right. Like regular soccer. And what they want to end up doing is making the women's outfits a lot sexier. Maybe something like um, what they do whenever they play like beach volleyball and stuff like that. But this goes to the broader question, because... I am a feminist, believe it or not, and I believe that women should be able to do what they want. Do you think this would help women's sports if you put them in, like, bikinis and Hooters outfits? No, left no, I, no. The only way I'll watch women's sports is when it's, uh, like, Playboy, girls and women's sports. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that, you know, putting them... I, I, it's, just, it's just the quality of play. It is. It's just so bad that you don't want to watch it. I don't think it's looking at the chicks and watching yeah. their, their boobies bounce. Do you think chicks should be allowed to uh, play in men's sports then? Yeah, sure. Good. Why not? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I have no problem with that. What about you, Panani? You're older, man. You think a woman uh, like a Mia Hamm should be able to play alongside Freddie Adudu? Um, they can, but well, the thing is, they should give, be given the opportunity. But realistically, it doesn't happen. I mean, it wouldn't work. No, nah, I mean, for example, I mean, the women's national team for soccer back three, four years ago played the men's under seventeen team. You know, we're talking high schoolers and lost. Well, here's my uh, thing: so, a kid like Earl Boinkins, Eastern Michigan University, plays for the Nuggets right now. He's like five five on a good day. You're <laughs> telling me you couldn't get some six foot one point guard to get in there and shoot as well as he can? I think I think women should be able to be given the opportunity. I don't see why not. Given the opportunity, but the, realistically, they just... So there's nothing that you can do to save women's sports. Oh, no, women. Appeal to the women. Right. Yeah, appeal to women. That would be the only way to save them. 800. Don't, don't try to appeal to the normal guy watching sports. Right, because we're going to watch men's basketball, and we're going to watch football and hockey. We're not going to watch women's basketball. And is it just because of the quality of play? Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I, I admit, man, when I go watch WNBA, because I've, I've been to a few games, mm-hmm. it's like watching a pickup game at the right. gym and not even really that exciting. I mean, I, I walked, you know, I used to watch the Washington Freedom before the league folded, you know, on a weekly basis, and it's a different game, and you just have to take it as that. Do I like it as much as like, men's professional soccer? No. Maybe they should not. get, like, like some sponsor team, like the uh, the Poise Pad team. <laughs> uh, what's the other team they want to have? Um, the Porta Poon? Yeah. Oh, blew it. I'm still. Yeah, yeah. I can't find it right now. Oh, okay. Well, we'll my, my it Porta Poon. Uh, there you all go. Right. The Porta. Now here's the other thing. Just a real quick question. That's all I wanted to actually talk really about women's sports. But do you find chicks that are athletic attractive? Oh. Is that the problem? I mean, is it someone like softball girl? Oh, they always have broad shoulders. Do you think softball girl is attractive? Do you find a woman who you could take out back, shoot some hoops with, play 21 with, and then... If I can't beat him, no. (laughs) 
So it's got to be something. Well, your chick plays basketball, doesn't she? Yeah, she she plays basketball. You I've, think she beat you? No way. I have height advantage. She wouldn't be able to get over on me. Yeah, but I bet play. she's a lot faster. I've seen you play. You're god awful. You <laughs> barely hit you. You are barely bad. hit the back. You are bad. I had an off. You never day. played with me, Luffy. I've seen you play. When? Didn't you play in that charity game? No, I had to run the board. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, we that's right. It was one of we didn't, we didn't even was, let you play. That was quasi. Remember, I here's because I wanted to wear a helmet for it. <laughs> Because here's the thing. We went out. It was one of the special schools. Yeah. The alternative special I schools. I wanted to go out there wearing leg braces and helmets. You know, that's why no one let me go out there. For the special kids. And so our uh, radio station, 92 on the Edge, fielded a basketball team to play against the special school. And so Lefty and I played. And we each had, what, like 20 points? Yeah, we lit it up. And we lost. <laughs> they, they were shaping points. And we weren't playing the special kids. We were playing their and teachers, you, you know what? for the record. Hey, yeah, by the way. That's the funniest thing. You, you, accuse the, you accuse the retarded people of shaping points. They were. You, you don't think it's just because they couldn't count? You know what? Right, maybe. And I'll be honest maybe. with you. That was exactly Because there were times where I hit threes, and I knew it, and they put up one point. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. And what are you going to do? We're the radio station there for a charity event at the special you call out on that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's three, not one, you retard. <laughs> you can't say that. It's you what, are you retarded? Yeah, yeah you are. Oh, Damn it. And it, was, and it was so funny, too, because the teachers were so angry, and yeah. this was their time to shine. They were more competitive than we were. Yeah, we were going out there having yeah. fun, kind of doing it all. Like, uh, you, guys thought, around. you guys thought you were going to be actually playing the kids, didn't you? No, we knew. Oh, we knew. Okay. We knew. But it was funny because they were point shaving, but now that we look back on it, yeah, they probably just couldn't count. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you get, I remember you guys coming back to the studio so pissed. We were we literally were. Because how do you say to we lost? It's this kind of show. We have this bravado and we say, we lost to the Tards. <laughs> <laughs> we talked trash for two weeks, got all our listeners to go out. And we lost. Yep. We lost to the big forehead. And everybody thought we were lying. <laughs> they did. Everybody. <laughs> and not to say there's anything wrong with any of this I got stuff. I hypnotized by their beady eyes. No. no <laughs> you thought their forehead's big. I did How not. That was Punani. I don't even know. <laughs> Check the tape. It was not. <laughs> You know, I'd like to, you. I want to do that. You know what else is funny? What, what play the retards? Like, in a, you got Matt Albert in the back. I know. Uh, I wonder what, a heart attack. I wonder why Spoon <laughs> hasn't called me to play on his basketball team. He hates you. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. He hates he you. He totally hates you. For real, Spoon? Yeah. yeah. How do you know? I was, uh, I was running the board for Ron and Fez the other day, and uh, I was like, so is... Uh, Spoon used to be on the show. Yeah, him. Spoon was. Uh, Spoon usually runs the board during the 11 a.m. hour for Ron and Fez, and he was sick today, and I, we just had the Spoon talk, and I'm like, is he still... Is he still really mad at LFA? He's like, oh, yeah, he he, he, he effing hates him. Wow. So, he hasn't let it go yet. I guess he has. I feel kind of bad. Some guys hold a grudge. He's got three kids from three moms. What do you want? Yeah, exactly. You know? Eh, enough about Spoon. While we were talking about sports. Hey, by the way, happy birthday, Spoon. It was his birthday. Yes. <laughs> was it really? You forgot oh, it? The day before. The day before. You forgot it? Oh man, you're a scumbag. That's all right. Well, let's talk about this real quick. Lefty, Lefty is our one of our probably my best bud. He's sitting. He's guys sitting in right now. How like, dare you? Um, <laughs> this is always so awkward too. And you know, I've been told this before, and this actually brings something up. You know, that I wanted to talk about for a second. There's a difference, I think, between guys and girls when it comes to best friends. And I've been told guys usually have one best friend, mm -hmm. and that's usually about it. 
and women have about seven. Right. And everybody's a woman's best friend. You know, it's kind of one of those situations. And I fall into the woman category, believe it or not. I do too, actually. Where I have, I would consider about five or six people best friends. The way I look at it is if I consider you a legitimate brother, like member of my family, you're my best friend. And I would, I would say that to Lefty, to Dubs, uh, to Bateman's slowly becoming one. I'm sorry, Punani, we never hang out. <laughs> Not to leave you out in the corner over there. It's okay. But it's and now, but I know that Dubs always gets pissed and a little hurt because I say Lefty's my best friend. Well, you don't add me into it. Because you don't say, say it to him enough. But I do tell him, hey, you're yeah. my best friend, You don't too. tell me you love me enough. <laughs> I need to be coddled a little it's bit. It's the hideout featuring J-Dubs. Need I do any more? Just tell me you love me. So here's the situation. Say so you love me. I love you. Okay. There I said it. Leave me alone. I've been typing that to him all week. Yeah, really? I said, I love you. There I said it. Now leave me alone. <laughs> and that's all I want to say. You know I love you. I love you, too. We're so cool. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. Yeah, I think we're about to have a moment here. I know. Jeez. I'm not interested in the moment right now. <laughs> um, so Lefty had a birthday back in November, and it fell on a Monday. Well, I think it fell on a Monday. I'm pretty it? sure it did, yeah. So I felt bad because I'm really bad at birthdays, and I knew, by the way, February 10th is my birthday coming up, Hideout listeners. And it was one of the situations where I was going to call him for his birthday because he's in Michigan. Well, I have this situation with this friend back in Dallas, this girl that I've known through middle school and high school. We went to college together. We were always, she was one of the quintessential, I wanted to get with her so bad. But she was the one where it's just best if we stay friends. I I love you. I love you. She'd say this. I love you as a best friend. Because I don't find you attractive. And she never went that far. She never said, I don't find you attractive. Well, well that's basically what she was saying. Yeah. Come on. That's what that means. Do you have to rub that in? No. No, I don't. That's the point of that. Where? not rubbing anything in. So it was one of those things. But... It was I, I. She was so hot and best friendish, and you just were like, you knew that would work out, right? If she would just get past it and kiss me once, <laughs> what? If she can pass you being ugly and kiss you once, that's what you're saying. Don't worry about my ugliness. Just kiss me. And I just thought it was the Close your eyes. it was the shallowness of being young, and that once we got older, she would realize the error of her ways. And decided, you know what? Never this, happened, huh? This guy's a winner. No, she just recently got married. Well, we Good had for her. We had. <laughs> come on, <laughs> we had this thing where we would always call each other on our birthdays, even if we were, you know, gone and mm -hmm. far away. We'd always call each other on our birthdays. So her birthday was in November, and I called her because it's just something that we've done forever. So I remember to call her on her birthday, which was two day two days before Lefties. But I didn't call Lefty on his birthday. Yeah. And I feel bad. Because this you chick, is, she's nothing now. I mean, I have no chance with her. She's already married. But I'm caught in one of these ruts of calling her. And my birthday comes up. And I know she's going to call me. And I wonder, how do I get out of this? How do I say, look, you know, I've, I'm, call her, I'm yeah, already he's... separated. You know, you're married. There's no chance of us getting together. But here's the thing. And this is what's so funny about women. She actually thinks I wanted to be her friend. And they all think that. They all think that. And so when I finally say, hey, you're married, not really interested in calling you anymore, you know, I don't want to be that dick that does that. I don't want to be exposed. Be him. 
Yeah. Be that dick. You got to it. Or you're going to be stuck in this little rut forever. You're going to be calling her when you're 85. Maybe she'll be divorced by then. Maybe I'll still have a shot. <laughs> she'll probably be wearing a diaper, too, or poise. <laughs> Getting all leaky. <laughs> so, anyway, that's just something I feel bad about. And so, Lefty, I apologize that I didn't call you, you on should. your birthday. Now, with that nope. being said, do you have a birthday gift for me? I do, regardless of the <laughs> fact that I hate you. Now, I, I got... I was going to get you a real gift, but I didn't have time. So I just got you the gift that keeps on giving. Now, I kind of want to keep one of these for myself. Quite frankly, I kind of want to keep one. I'm going to think about. I'm going to think about giving you this one. This one might be mine. It might come home with me. But this one is is yours. It's for the love of something I can't say on the air. For the love of baby grapes. Yeah. Holy cow! <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> this is outstanding. What a birthday! And I just recently got a DVD player. I just got a DVD player, and so now I have my first DVD porn. And this is for the love. Of baby grave. And this one I feel a little ripped off about because it was supposed to come with a porn star collector card, but it's not in there. You already opened it? Well, they came open. It was at one of those shady places. Yeah, it was, it was at one of those shady places. places. It was one of the places right in front of my apartment. Yeah. Oh, you guys went together to get this for my yeah. birthday? Yeah. Let me see. This one's four hours, too? This one's five hours. Oh, it's all about length. It's all about quantity. Yep. How much were they? Oh, these are, they're only 13 bucks? I got a deal, too. What did you get? Like two for what? Two for like twenty three or something like that. DVD porn. Two yeah. Thirty three. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I should have bought more. I really wish I would have. This is amazing. You can never have too much porn. I can't wait to get home now. You're lucky we didn't get you what we wanted to get. Yeah, we were gonna get get some that with uh, chicks that obese, obese. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have watched. Thought, it. That was, I knew it was be, it was a, it was a fifteen dollar joke. There were there you know? were just stretch marks going all the way down this one chick. Oh, it was repulsive. Punani, you bang, you yeah. bang back. I was about to say, is, that a, is there a problem with stress marks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I still understand the, the you know animosity the, towards large women. You know what goes really well with those? Porta pens. <laughs> I'm sure it would. <laughs> and by the way, we looked at the porta food. Uh, it's like it's. I mean, it's funny. And we, we were uh, we were looking at Jason's porta poon. Uh, it was like a tube. With a, some kind of fleshy stuff inside of it, with the you know the uh, the uh, cutout in it, and I'm just sticking my finger in. I'm like, oh, do you want to say that? Oh. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, Jason's gonna be using this. <laughs> well, the I've part, already played with a man in the boat on it. You brought this up. What about the cleanup of those things? I've never. You have to. That. You have to. You know. You, you put it in the you, dishwasher, maybe. <laughs> Gotta and that's what that's what Larry Flint did. You remember? Really? Yeah, when he was running for governor, I remember a, a story about him getting, you know, uh, a sexual harassment charge from his workers because he cleans his sex toys in the dishwasher. At work? I do remember yeah. hearing that now. He's well, using them at work, too, then. That's outstanding. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for this birthday gift. You're welcome. By the way, I want to say thank you to Bateman. His birthday gift came in early. Uh, he got me the subscription to classmates.com. Uh, now you got to put it to use. That I've been looking for. And we got a couple of bits. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that we'd like to do. And I don't know. I don't think this could work. What we want to do is we want to go back and, like, get in contact with ex-classmates. Like, and, like, get in contact with an ex-classmate of Punani's. <laughs> and then have me call them and say, hello, Mr. Uh, Johnson. I don't know if you remember John. Um, we're doing a news story because John was busted in Northern Virginia for kid touching. <laughs> 
and we want to know if this ever happened or if you ever saw any early signs while you were in high school. We've heard from people <laughs> that you might have witnessed some of these acts when he was in high school. Who? Could you expound upon this story, if you would? And so now that I have the, the subscription to classmates.com, it's one of those situations where I think we're going to do something like that. So can you search like any high school with that now? Yeah, I can go. You, you got he, free reign. The only problem is that they don't have phone numbers on there, so I got to email them first. Oh, but that's okay yeah. because I think we could say, "Hey, I'm so and so." That's almost better. From the so and so newspaper, I need to call you as a reference for a story involving blah blah blah. Right. And so uh, we could do something. Or like you that. can just even say, "We're doing a piece on your uh, on your class," and you know. So look good. for that soon. Uh, brought to you from uh, classmates.com. And the other thing that I got, that on Christmas Day with El Jefe, I was begging for, I was begging for the subscription to Classmates, and also a, a, a PS2. And I finally got the PlayStation 2. Right on. It's about time. Isn't that like the greatest thing ever invented? And I want to talk about it a little bit more. The only thing that bothers me about the PS2 is because I love NBA Live 2004. I love playing basketball games. And one of the situations with that is... Ugh that they keep this thing called the EA Sports Bio. Yeah. And I don't know how many people play video games, but they keep this EA uh, Sports Bio. And within the first week that I had it, I had it for one week, do you know that I had already spent an entire day playing <laughs> so this a, game? A full 24 I hours. It. It's and not an, hard to do. An entire 24 hours out of the previous week were spent so, sitting in front of a PlayStation 2 so one the grown man. One-seventh of your week was literally, literally spent in, the, in front of the PS2. Playing with the Dallas Mavericks and the newly created dynasty with the NBA Live 2004. Here's my question. Could you imagine our fathers playing video games? No. My dad did. No. My dad was a huge video game freak. He loved to play... Uh, what did he play, like Atari or so? Well, we had an Atari for a long time, and then when we got the Nintendo... He was up late playing Zelda all night. Actually, the, the, the day he uh, finally got to Ganon to beat Zelda, he woke me up at like 3 a.m. Hey, I'm about to beat it. Come out, watch. Beat what? Is that why you're so scarred? <laughs> that the makes perfect, a lot of sense. That's a perfect isolation right there. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I could never imagine my father playing any video games. No, my pops just plays the casino games on like PCs. Brunani, you're old enough to be a father. Do you do any of the video game kind of stuff? Wait, well, I'm more of a PC guy. But yeah, I got I got uh, all my little games there. And you know, you talk about the Nintendo. What was the greatest? What do you think the greatest video game was for Nintendo? This period, Super Tech Mobile. I, I think Nintendo Tech Mobile was better. Regular? Yeah, because you could always do like the little weave thing, and everybody would miss you. Right. You know, if you just got out in front with Walter Payton. Or Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson was my favorite. He could run over yeah, everybody, he just stomp them and keep going. I loved baseball stars. That was a great one, too. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Baseball stars were outstanding because you had the American Dreams versus, like, the Black Ninjas yep. or whatever. And remember the hot chick on the on the ninja team? And she, like, she had the batting stance where she had her ass sticking out and... You know, she was actually hitting. She she hit in the two hole, and she was like a nice spray slap hitter. Do you remember the cheerleaders from Tech Mobile? Yeah, I knocked one out to them. Yeah, I did too before. When I was like twelve, thirteen, or whatever. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, one yeah. of the cheerleaders oh, yeah. on Tech Mobile. Me too. Yeah. But there's this one. There's this one still of her when she yes. up, and yes. you can see the underwear. Yes. You think, Are you kidding? No. You think that's bad? I, I just got mad in 2004, and I punched one out on the halftime show of that. <laughs> Whoa, 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 That's just, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's oh, just yeah. this week. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Because I've heard of 
people doing that to like um uh Laura Croft. Right. Like those kind of videos. Oh, yeah. But I never knew something oh, yeah. like this was going on at Tech Mall. The halftime show you the half -time my show. favorite yeah. part of the game. I remember that now. <laughs> like she jumps up in the air, she yes. has she has her, got her uh, legs like crossed a little bit but open. Yep. Oh, man. Can you imagine being the graphic artist doing that, going, oh, man, am I going to get some kids on this yeah. one? <laughs> I don't know. That, <laughs> what do you mean, do? Now that you think about, oh, I'm going to get some children on this one. <laughs> my parents' basement. I'll never forget those days. The happiest wow, time of my life. Mm -hmm. I'm in shock. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I don't know of any video game. Like, I've never been turned on by a video game. I almost uh, bought yeah. that volleyball game. Did you see that volleyball game with the chicks? The new one? Yeah. The one for I still the, want to buy the it. new Final Fantasy ones. All the girls got like the flip haircut, right, and that kind of stuff. I mean, that looks semi-sexy as well. Bill, welcome into the hideout. Yeah, what's going on with y'all tonight? What up, brother? I ain't too much, man. Yeah, I got a hell of a topic going around there tonight, don't you? Did you ever um, work at any video games when you were younger? Yeah, a few. <laughs> Which ones? Yeah, I like the Atari. Atari was pretty good before the day came up. You know, it's like PlayStation 2 now with a hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, 5,000. 5,000. <laughs> I want to talk about hot ass, yeah. <laughs> He's drunk. That guy's loaded tonight. Hey, what else is there to do on a Saturday night other than sit around and drink beer and listen to punch? <laughs> We're talking about football, Tecmo Bowl, and rubbing it out to the halftime show. <laughs> you know, actually, let me tell you this. Another great video game, the, the uh, what was the Atari system, the Jaguar or whatever? And they had the Aliens versus Predator video game. Mm -hmm. I played that game so much where you could actually be the Predator. Right. I ended up having a sex dream about the Predator. <laughs> what? I swear to God, I had a dream where the Predator was, can I say, riding? The Predator was yeah, on. The that's pre close enough. The Predator was uh, above yeah. me. Yeah. And like the dreads were going. Yeah, and serious the, issue. I, Is like, that why you got dreads oh now? Oh my God. No, I don't think so. But like three different times, I had these sexual type dreams about the Predator. Because you want, you got the dreads because you want to bang the Predator. <laughs> if you look at the Predator's face, you look at the Predator's face. It looks like it needs a poise pad. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like there could be some leakage there, if you know what I mean, where everything unfolds wow. and there's teeth. And I've known women that have teeth down there in that kind of a situation. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I, you know, I just wanted to bring that up real quick about, uh, you know, got the PS2, got the classmates thing, and how excited I am. But then I'm wasting. I'm up now to a day and a half. I've, I, I've, I've cut back in the last week. I've never checked mine. I'm sure it's just... I don't remember mine, but I've only spent two all-nighters since I got the PS2 on it. Only twice have I stayed up all night playing it. So here's what we got coming up. Um, we are going to be giving away some of these Sporting News Stock Car Challenge games where you can go on, you know, you have Fantasy Football or apparently Sporting News, which, by the way, you can hear overnights here on WJFK. Sporting News has this for NASCAR. And what I want to do is we need, it's about time, because we have this to give away, so when you hear us do our Dale Earnhardt tribute, we are going to give away some of these. But J-Dubs, before we get to that, we need to do something called the J-Dubs Kitty Corner, is that yeah. correct? So we're going to do Mandatory Mans and then come back with the J-Dubs Kitty Corner, and 
it's kind of a lifestyle thing brought to you by the hideout where you know right sometimes you know we talk about uh, video games sometimes we'll do porta poon stuff but this is for those of you that care and love your pets so stay tuned and i really think you're going to enjoy uh j-dub segment which is coming up if you're a cat man like i am you're gonna love kitty corner We will no longer be oppressed. L F A title by the police state mentality. This song is because we have a few models here. We have the um, practically a WJFK male spokesmodel, Tommy Bateman. We have the practically a plus size model, Matt Albert. And we have male radio model, Lefty, in studio. Uh, mandatory Manson, Marilyn Manson from Mechanical Animals. New model, number 15. The Hideout, JFK.
big game is tomorrow, but the Bowl Bowl is tonight. Win will Matt Albert prove. Stay tuned to find out on the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. And welcome back into the Hideout 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. This is the Hideout on WJFK, and this is what uh, we've been doing. The Bowl Bowl. At about 7.45, 7.50, we fed Matt Albert, our resident 19-year-old, three 492-pound uh, fat black virgin, three X-lax, and a 7-Eleven burrito, <laughs> all with the hopes of him pooing at some point during the night. We have given away 30-minute increments. Um, from 9 to 9.30, Ryan was on the clock, and obviously nothing has happened to this point. Now, uh, until 10 o'clock, Cheeseface, our good buddy Cheeseface, is on the clock. And if Matt Albert poos between now and then, which I'm actually pulling for because I'd love to see Cheeseface out at the singles in the city. That'd be a great time. He is a single guy, too, so, I mean, he, he would really appreciate the chance to go out and meet some new people. We're giving away these tickets. The premier singles event in Washington, D.C. is on Friday, February 13th at the prestigious Marriott Wardman Park Hotel. Stuttering John from the Howard, show, uh, Howard Stern Show is going to be there. Uh, Dubs and myself are going to be there. Singlesinthecity.net to get your tickets. Also giving them away this week and next week on the hideout. This is one of the ways that we decided we were going to give away with the Bow Bowl. And I'm sure Singles in the City are so excited with us. Now, here's the thing. Have you had Matt Albert? It's been more than about two hours now since you had the 3X Lax and the 7-Eleven Burrito. How is the bow ball going? What are you feeling in your stomach? Do you need a poise pad? How, <laughs> how long do you think you will last? I don't know. Maybe 10, 20 minutes. Are you feeling it's it? close. Yeah, I got a prairie dog. <laughs> the turtle's The turtle. Are you poking cotton? <laughs> you can, can barely talk. Uh, Seriously, what are you feeling, man? Can you describe it a little bit? What do you, what, what's happening? It's a push... It, it feels like a push on your bow. What do you think would happen if one of us punched you in the stomach? <laughs> I don't think you could catch us. <laughs> it's a small studio. I um, what, uh, are you excited? Now, this was another way for Matt Albert to get back in and uh, rediscover the banishment, uh, or get rid of the banishment to which he had earned. Which you keep giving me for no reason. Well, first of all, you didn't bang the Bothic that we set you up with, the fat gossip. She was a whore. Which I give him props for. She was a whore. And then, she didn't want to bang me. And I don't understand what this whole thing is about wanting to wait for the special person. I'm not saying you should do that, but I don't think you should have banged the fat gossip. I think. Yeah, you got to get yeah. something going. Because I think it would motivate him. Once he gets that first silvery feeling, he's going to be... But enough about you and your lack of a sex life. We're not worried about the front part. We're worried about the back part. You always are. So you think it can happen before 10 o'clock? I'm pulling for cheese face to be a winner. Maybe. <laughs> you know that you'll definitely go before 11? Because here's okay. the thing. I said, if you don't poo by 9.30, I want to give you another X-Lax. And you agreed with you agree no, I to didn't. I don't think he needs it. Look at him. <laughs> They're working. They're working. I want to give him one more. Dubs? Yeah, I do, too. Uh, I think you're just going to kill him tomorrow. Yeah. I want to watch the Super Bowl. It's working. It's working. You can almost hear it churning over here. <laughs> you can move. I can feel it. I can feel my heartbeat. Oh. 
I swear to God, this <laughs> my heartbeat, my gut. How different, like, how different is that from any other time? Ugh. I'm sure when you get up and you walk from the uh, couch to the kitchen, you can feel you're at 189 beats per minute. You fat tard. <laughs> I'm smarter than you. Texas Tech. What do you think? What do you think, Bateman? What do you think? What do you think we ought to do with uh, Matt Albert? Should I we give care. him one more? As long as he's not in the call screen room with me, I, I don't really care. Is he <laughs> farting back there? Something's not back there. <laughs> How big, I don't know how graphic we can get. He's a large man. What do you think that movement, what do you the size of that? Insane. It's going to look like somebody just tossed a bunch of dirt in there. It's just like completely <laughs> full and caked over. What? Have you ever, somebody's going to ask who let the horse in the building. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it too much, but have you ever had one of those where there's not enough water in the bowl and you're building a mountain? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I don't know. I that's what I'm hoping for. Now, here's the other thing, too. Shouldn't we send somebody in to inspect? No. You, I'll, I'll take his word on it. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess we can have Bateman going. <laughs> Bateman is his best friend on this instant messenger. I want to hear if he LOLs. <laughs> At the size of this thing. Uh, he'll probably R-O-T-F-L. Um, so I'm excited about this. I think this is something and I'm pulling for Cheeseface to be a winner before 10 o'clock. The Bowel Bowl. You want me to talk? Another exclusive. Another exclusive. He's not looking Why at are you all. Don't hold out. Are, are you sweating? It's like there, but it's not there, there. Do you want to go sit? Don't give it a push. Go this, sit. This is like... Uh -oh. This is like the... Uh -oh. <laughs> this is like the most pale I've ever seen a black man in my life. <laughs> are you sweating? No, is that I'm like a cold sweat. sweat? No, I'm not sweating. I, this, is what I, this is what I think you should do. And I'll be honest here. You just want to see me. Jog. I think I want you to do five jumping jacks. I'm not doing oh. crap. <laughs> no, you're not. That's what we're trying to get you to do. I want you to do two jumping jacks. No. Just do two. Do one sit-up. I'm not <laughs> messing with <laughs> that sit-up. Poor Ben will have so much to clean up here in the studio. I sit-up would be like pushing an accordion full of jello. Everything's going to squirt. <laughs> have you ever had that? Have you ever accidentally yourself? Um, Yeah. Yeah, like, just because I was trying to be funny and ripping off a bunch, you know? And then, like, oh. <laughs> I never have, but I accepted the fact that I was going to one time driving down the expressway and I actually barely made it. I, I was completely content with the fact that I, it was going to happen, and I had accepted it and moved on in my life. All right, and I got, I got two it. stories about this real quick. First of all, there was this one time I was coming back from a baseball game, and my dad and I pulled into a Taco Bell. We were going to get something to eat. And we had this fart game going. It was, you know, <laughs> farting and making each other Father laugh. Father and son. Yeah, you know, bonding. Was the, yeah. That was the most bonding we ever did, trust me. I love me, Daddy. Um, that's what this show is for. But it was one of those situations where it was his turn. We're sitting there, and he farts. And um, actually, he's sitting there, and he farts. You know, and it's one of those where... Echo? Well, you feel like it needs to, like yeah. you need to wipe. Yeah. He's like, wow, that was, that was, woo, that was a wet one. <laughs> then he's like, hmm. He like kind of wiggles around, and then he has this Volvo, brand new Volvo. He's like wiggling around. He's got those short coaches shorts on. Right. Oh, no. The bike coach, the coaches shorts. Yeah. And he's like, and he like, and I'll do this sometimes when I got one of those. He reaches his hand back, and he's like, and he looks at me, and he, he did. <laughs> he right there in his brand new Volvo. In his short coachers. No I totally forgot about the. Uh, Let me finish real okay. quick. Then I start laughing at him 
and he hits me with the hand <laughs> that he checks with, oh. and we drive home. Well, that's and I'm and I'm so afraid of my dad at this point because he just hit me with his poo hand, <laughs> and I'm like, Christ, I didn't even get anything to eat. You know, I'm thinking in my head, I need something to eat. Meanwhile, my dad's probably going through this midlife crisis where he just is sitting in the Taco Bell drive-through, and he goes on himself. <laughs> and so, I, I, it was it was one of those. Smell your dad's independence. Yeah, poise pad. All right, I totally forgot about this situation. I was, uh, I think, uh, 11 years old, and I was at my, uh, my my mom and uh, my sister and I went to my sister's uh, cheerleading competition or something. It was outside at a football field, and I was just running around doing something. You know, I think we were playing football on the sidelines, and I rip a fart. All right. My whole leg is warm. <laughs> I'm like, holy Christ, I've only been here for 10 minutes. What am I going to do? <laughs> I have no nothing to change into. <laughs> That's the worst. And so I, I sneak over. I open my mom's door to the car. I'm like, Mom! <laughs> Mom! <laughs> she comes over. She's like, what? Oh, my God. Just cover. <laughs> so we... So my mom has to drive me 45 minutes home while my sister's still doing her cheerleading competition. I can't sit down in the car. Oh, my God. Wait, oh, I'm like, were you wearing shorts? Yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah, I think I was wearing shorts. And I'm just kind of oh. propped myself up, standing there, like just getting weak kneed the whole way home, dry, cool trying, to go, trying to go 40, like go 45 miles or 45 minutes, um, kind of squatted. <laughs> Without sitting fully down on the seat and you know making a mess of everything. Eight hundred. I totally forgot about that. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. One two two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Um, I can't believe your sister was a cheerleader. She's fat. No, no, she was the bottom of the uh, pyramid. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. She's the she was the base. She was the stock you wanted the back holding all the cute chicks up. Exactly. I understand that. Can you hear Matt Albert over here? He sounds like he's doing Lamaze. Well, he sounds like that anyway. Right. I, I look how big he is. <sighs> I had one other where I've done it to myself, all right? I believe this is a long time ago because I think it was Pudge Rodriguez's first All-Star game. And I was in Houston at the time. And I was so excited because Pudge is my hero. I pl grew up playing baseball, obviously being in Texas. Pudge is the gold, greatest catcher ever. I'll say that now, all right? I think it's been proven through this last year. He's going to the Tigers. Going to the Tigers, baby. You know, good for you guys. But I was so excited about this. I'm laying on this bunk bed at my mom's place, and I, I'm, like, bent over. You know, I, I'm, like, laying down. You know, where you're kind of laying down on your side, and you're propping your head up with your with your arm, you know, right. kind of laying on your elbow. So I'm sitting there, I'm propping my head up, and I'm watching this, and we had chili to eat or something. I don't know what it was. It was maybe seventh grade or something like that. <clears throat> and um, I was excited because Pudge was, I think he was the reserve, so he's going to be coming in. And I was so stoked, he was about to come up to bat. And I farted. I didn't sound like that. <laughs> it sounded more like this. And then just like that, started oozing. Oh. And, I was, and I was wearing white shorts at the time. White shorts at the time. Let's try not to use words like oozing. Okay. <laughs> it's like a, like a volcano, all right? We're down the mountain. Yeah. Except we got ass cheeks involved. Okay. And it was just, I couldn't stop it. Like, once I knew what started happening, 
You can't stop that. Oh, no. You know, you can't stop it. <laughs> uh, and so I'm just like laying on the bed. It goes against the laws of physics and gravity. I'm out laying on the bed, finishing. It's one of those situations. I've got to let it play out. <laughs> so, and then I get up. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. So I run into the bathroom and immediately strip down and take a shower. But right, you've taken the shower at this point. You've cleaned yourself off. Luckily, I was somewhere where I was. Now what do you do with the... With the with the shorts, roll them away. Yeah, you 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 find a uh, garbage there. bag. You got front of garbage. You because you're young, you want your parents to see it. You find some kind of like little like uh, Kmart bag. Right. Thing. You stuff them in there. You tie them off. You throw them in your uh, closet for the night. Wait till they go to bed. Wait till they go to bed so you can sneak oh. out and throw them in the. Because if you're if you're walking in there with the Kmart bag and throwing the trash can, well, they're, gonna ask, they're gonna ask what's inside. It's not it. like a diaper. <laughs> you keep it in your room. Well, just Is for a couple why hours. You have cat excrement everywhere. <laughs> just for a couple hours. No. Well, let, let, let the let it all blow over. That's the way you do it in Fowlerville. <laughs> Hanging out your window. I don't care what you do with it. In a big city like Houston. Luckily, we had garbage. We had garbage in the garage, so I did grab that Kmart bag, threw the the undies and the great white shorts that I had. And I was like, well, I mean, it's a good short. Can you imagine this hairy bastard in tight white shorts? No. But at that time, I was like seventh grade or something. I was still hairy. Um, I was fat though. And then I go and I throw them away in the garage. But it was. At that point, I was like, wow, you know, what's wrong with right. that? But I couldn't imagine my dad being middle aged. You know, having something like that. And he, I, honestly, he felt like he was going through a midlife crisis. I don't blame him. Uh, Jake, welcome into the hideout. Hey, Huffman. Hey, Jeff. What up, what up? Yeah, I came home from uh, refereeing a basketball game. I had to drop a crucial deuce. So I uh, ran upstairs and uh, pulled down my drawers. And before I sat down in the can, I, uh, I uh, sneezed. And apparently, I projectiled all over the walls. I didn't notice <laughs> And my, dad, and my dad walked up some stairs and just laughed in my face as I went for the Clorox. It was... <laughs> why do why do all these stories trigger another memory with me? <laughs> Thank you for the call, Jay. Okay, my mom has a flu. All right. Oh boy. She goes in the bathroom to uh, to throw up. She does her thing. I go in there afterwards. She doesn't notice, but the stuff came out out of both ends. And for your mom? Yeah. She didn't know about it. And I had to go tell her because I'm like, I'm not cleaning this up. <laughs> no, I didn't say your mom. So did she actually, she had her face in the toilet? Yeah, face in the toilet. Uh, Wait a second. Hold on, hold on. Your mom has the flu. Yeah. She feels like she's going to recurgitate. She runs to the restroom to do that. It ends up having, she ends up expelling or, oh God, how do I say this? Yeah, well, I think we know. Like yeah, we know. Both ends. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then, but she didn't know? No. She was like, you're sick, eh? Yeah. yeah you almost got to so get the So what, did she get back up and go to bed? Yeah, what, did she step in it? <laughs> I don't know. I, was there a footprint? No, no. Okay. I, I think she was, I, maybe she was even like a little bit asleep and delirious at the time, where she right. really doesn't even understand that she's awake. Unless you're sick, you got a fever, you never know. Yeah. You're delirious. Wait, don't you realize that? And not a lot of times, you know. Maybe... But then you went to her and said, "Hey, I'm not going to clean this up. Get your dirty ass up and <laughs> get everything out of here." Yeah, I mean, she had to get in the shower anyway after that. something like that happened. So that's it's a great mental picture. Wow, that's a good son. Um, I hey, I draw a line somewhere. I'll, yeah. I'll, would you? I'll clean, clean up. Would you clean, clean up, up one or the other? Yes, I would. Would you really? For my mother, 
Yeah, yeah she my, gave uh, birth to me. No, nope, I would do anything. In fact, when I had my wife, she, she, I, you know what? I figured this is her specialty. She's a janitor. She knows, she knows what to do with it. She could do it in her sleep or yeah. in her sleep. <laughs> she does it every day. My wife, in fact, she got sick, and one time she got sick, um, all over the place. And I was like, you know, and she's still in the middle of getting sick. And I was like, it's okay, it's okay, keep getting sick, do whatever you need to do. I'll clean it all up. I cleaned it's up vomit. Okay. Yeah, vomit's fine. Yeah, I cleaned I, up you, vomit. You wouldn't clean up the other thing too. No. What if your chick right now was not? No, you don't want to say on her deathbed, but had a really bad flu, bird flu, whatever, and just coming out of both ends. Sorry. I would. I would. You know what? I would. I would been a lot better with it if it wasn't. We, our, we had a. We had a bathroom with carpet in it oh man if i could just mop it that would be one thing i could deal with that but when i have to uh when I, when I have to yeah when i have to go down there with uh some febreze and some uh some uh carpet cleaner i, I can't do it what about your fat sister why isn't she helping out because <laughs> she's fat <laughs> fat people never do anything no fat albert how are you <laughs> oh god uh mr twister has an idea put matt in a pair of speedos and make him run through dupont circle before he squirts i like that one i like oh, that he's genius that's a great we do one jumpy because you're look i think you're punking us just like you punked me earlier driving all the way to your house and having a fake address if here's this if it gets down to the last 15 minutes and you haven't gone yet we get to hit you in the stomach we get to hit you we get to hit you in the stomach and force it no on the toilet no, oh. here, in the studio. You can have your own story. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what the hideout is here for, to help create stories. Okay. So when we come back. Yeah, yeah we, we got a guy off track there with the poo. And that, of course. It'll yeah. happen. It's, uh, it's bound to happen on the hideout. So we need to take another commercial break. Goddamn commercials, man. Yeah. We'll have a kitty corner coming up, too, don't we? Yeah. Kitty corner's on the way. Our tribute to Dale Earnhardt is on the way. Where you going, Matt? I'm just standing up. One one jumping jack, please. Come on, bro. One good one. Oh, that was weak. That was a fat man's jumping jack. Taking a commercial break. And girls jumping jack. We're coming back. It's the hideout. It's JFK. Hideout. Hideout. Business To the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That is J Dubs, our uh, good buddy Lefty, joining us, former coworker of ours at Lansing's New Rock 92 on the Edge, or the station that formerly was. Home of Mojo's AM Mayhem. 50 minutes of Edge music each and every hour. Bateman taking your phone calls uh, as we go through. Um, the AOL for broadband instant messenger is there for you. In fact, I had to look a story up for this segment. 
Googled it on the AOL for Broadband, our content partner. Found it without a problem. So uh, love the broadband, love all of our content partners. In fact, speaking of our, our, our content partner, I was, at, I was on there, and I pulled off this web poll because apparently there's been this whole thing about the, the FCC and fines and things like that. I got it. Uh, hideout, you're on the air. Hideout Hotline. Hideout Hotline, you're on the air. Yeah, this is Johnny Kunani reporting live from the Bowel Bowl just outside the stadium. Indeed, the champion has entered the stadium due to security restrictions. Obviously, we cannot go in. We are waiting for the final results. Wow. Wait a second. So, Punani, hold yes, on. Sir. You are in the I lobby know. here at WJFK. That is correct. Because of restrictions, I cannot actually enter the field of play, but we do believe <laughs> the champion is in there right now playing a great game of the Bowel Bowl. <laughs> so, Matt Albert, who we fed X-Lax, three pills, and a 7-Eleven burrito is in the in the bathroom right now. And oh, um, that is that is correct, El Happy. And I just like to say the official time was exactly 10 o'clock and six seconds. We just need to find out the result to make it official or not. All right, so at 10 p.m. Dan. That means that Dan could be the big winner of the singles in the city tickets. Uh, the big event going on February 13th in downtown D.C. Uh, myself, Dubs, and Suttering John going to be there, singlesinthecity.net. All right, Punani, this is what I want you to do. I want you to call us back in a couple seconds. Oh, wait a minute, Al Heffy. Here comes the champion. Here he comes. He has his arms raised. Champion, champion, a question. Hold on. Here, right here. Just a minute here. Here, sir, can I put you on the phone, please? Yes. Hello? Did Hello? you go? Yes. Yes! yes! Congratulations Woo! to Dan! Dan, you are officially the winner in the first annual Hideout Bow Bowl. <laughs> My goodness. Enjoy yourself at Singles in the City. Congratulations. Bring uh, bring Matt Albert. Bring the champ back in. Bring the champ in before we're able to do something. Get Dan on the phone, if you would, please, Mr. Bateman. Wow. Just as we were getting ready to move on, it happened. The 10 o'clock hour, it was a little more than two hours ago when we fed the six foot three, 497-pound, 19-year-old black virgin, 3X lax pills, and a foot-long bomb 7-Eleven burrito. You know I feel bad for Chief's face. Six seconds away from winning. The cheese face will tell you, just like everybody else, he'll be the first to tell you that that's the cheese face luck. That is cheese face luck. And you know, at some point, I want to hook cheese face up with an outstanding gift because he does a lot for the hideout. Cheese face, know that we love you, brother, and you're doing good stuff for us. So there it is. Do you think Matt Albert will look any thinner? Hmm. I can't wait to see. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna, I don't think I'm gonna, gonna say, say no. I don't think if you take a pound off of them, you're gonna tell any different. <laughs> I'm huh? gonna go ahead and say no. That was dude. that had to be more than a pound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it took this long. Yeah, because we were talking about it earlier. You know, there's gonna be so much built up there. Yeah, that at some point, you know, here he is walking in victorious with a smile on his face. Can you talk now, and Matt Albert? I don't want you to be too graphic. Man, great job, Punani, with the play-by-play. Yeah. Play. God damn, brother. You'd think you were a pro or something. The pain is gone. Seriously? <laughs> yes. Was it quick? Yeah. 
Was it um, everything you thought it'd be? I thought there'd be more, but no, it's a, it was good enough for me. Yeah? yeah? Now, do you think this is something that you would have normally done at 10 o'clock at night? Or do you think that the X-Lax of the burrito spurred you on? The X-Lax spurred me on. Now, here's the other thing I'm looking forward to. He has more than an hour drive back to Frederick. You know <laughs> You know he's going to be stopping somewhere along 270 back up to Fredneck and uh, dropping a few. And you're in what, your buddy Rob's car? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be disgusting. Good for you not bringing your own car, though. Uh, hey, he doesn't drive. Oh. I don't have my license. He doesn't have a license. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't. He's never gotten it wet. But I am handsome. Here's the thing. You think he'll go again? Yeah. Yeah, oh, Anybody for sure. Anybody want to play, you want to place a little uh, wager? Anybody I'll want to play a little bucks that I don't go again. You really don't? Really? Yes. Do you? Feel emptied out? Yeah. You honestly feel like you've done everything you needed to do with the you, mile bowl. You feel as hollow as you can feel. You know what? But that second X-Lax is going to kick in in about 15 minutes. And all that sweating and breathing is going to start happening again, and then a half I hour later. I know my body. I'm like Ron Jeremy. I know my body. <laughs> you, know, you can count the ten as to when it's going to happen. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm willing to put down. I I say it was one more time. Anybody want to bet no? I'll bet no. Hour. All right. Here I got the first round of beers. First round of beers are up on the line. Okay. It goes again. Dubs, you're buying. Okay. How do I get anything out of this? You got a burrito. You got a burrito. Yeah. Oh, nasty ass burrito. <laughs> you got clean bowels. That's what you got out of this from the hideout. Congratulations. You got back on the hideout. Yeah, you're not banned anymore. Oh, great. Unless you don't go again. And you cost me a first round of beers. <laughs> then it's going to be time for you to go one more time. All right, Matt Albert, good job. Go sit in the corner. Go sit in your shame. Thanks. <laughs> go, go sit back in that stall. F you. Don't revel in the greatest thing that you've ever done. That's the greatest thing you've ever done. You realize that? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's all right. You don't want the X-Lax? All right. All right, man. Thanks, buddy. We'll bring you in for the last segment because Stacy from Stacy Show is going to be here. <laughs> I, want, I want you to uh, talk to her. Well, there it is, man. Foul Bowl 2004. I was off. I thought for sure it would be like nine. Success, J-Dubs, you think, the Bowl Bowl? I think it was uh, overall success. Yeah? I think we did what we wanted to do with it. I know one person who's excited about it, and that's Dan. Dan, who ended up winning in the the uh, the, the first annual Bowl Bowl. Congratulations, Dan. Hey, guys, how you doing? I'm outstanding, buddy. Uh, first of all, thank you for uh, playing uh, in this year's uh, Bowl Bowl. So you, are you a single man? You're going to be heading to singles in the city? I'm actually not. I'm married. I, uh, I I didn't think about it when I called. I just, uh, you know, I just wanted to get on and uh, and try to win the contest. So. Well, you know what? More than anything else, you're a winner. And hey, I, I, I appreciate that, guys. You betcha. And uh, know that you're the first annual winner. And I tell you what, you'll be defending champ next year. Fantastic. I'll be all over it. You hold the high, uh, the title for 365 days. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it, guys. See you. <sighs> we can't give these things away. <laughs> Oh, there's just too many married people. What about Cheese Face? Right Hook him up. You know what? Cheese Face, that's a great thing. Lefty said that. Cheese Face, you're a winner. You're going to singles in the city. You're hanging out with me, uh, Stuttering John. So I was talking about this AOL for Broadband, our content partner, real quick, before we get to the kitty quarter. And they had a, uh, a little poll. And the poll is as follows. About uh, over 200,000 people had voted on this thing. So I think it's a pretty, cro pretty, pretty accurate cross-section. And it said, what's your view of shows on television and radio? Okay. And so the questions were, or the answers were as follows. The offensive material is getting out of control. 
Um, if you don't like it, just turn it off. Some things push the envelope, but it's not that bad. So there were the three responses to the question. What do you think came out on top? Just turn the radio off or TV off. What do you think, Lefty? Things are getting out of control. And that's what it was. Things are getting out of... 59% of people believe that what is going on... That's close then, though. And, uh, you know, what's going on in the content on television and radio has gotten out of control. Dubs, is it just because of the fact that we work in the industry that we say... You have you have an option. Well, that's what I say too. That's what I say. I mean, you, I mean, you have options out there if you don't want to listen to that kind of stuff or watch that kind of stuff. Nobody's forcing you to do it. And they have this whole thing about it being like the public airwaves. But again, it's like you said, there's no forcing. Yeah, I mean, it's not like there's just one radio station or one TV station to watch. Right. And it's not like you aren't being forewarned, especially like when it comes to this show or this station. Right. Yeah. When you tune into WJFK, you know what you are going to get. You know, home for Howard Stern and Don and Mike. And don't forget Bill O'Reilly. And Ron and Fez. And that's the other. I just go to show even more how much he doesn't fit. He's outcast. An outcast in life. And here on WJFK. Here was the next round of questions. Um, should obscenities be allowed on the airwaves? And I guess that would be the, you know, the F, F bomb, the F, 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 yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, no, never. Only at certain times. Yes, at any time. No, never came in number one, 47%. Only at certain times, 36%. I can and, do with that, yeah. And yes, at any time, 17%. Do you think it has something to do with um, just pe people fear, I guess? what? I mean, it seems like people fear obscenities and nudity. Well, they do, and what I don't understand is what exactly made these words so bad? Who deemed it, who, who told society that these words are bad? You do wonder that. That's you know? a great question. Like at one because point, really, they're just words. At what point in life did the F word, first of all, who was the first person to ever say it? Right. Did it come out of like somebody dropping something on their foot and saying, ah, you know, and then it kind of involved, right. and, you know, a uh, K was out of here and an F uh -huh. was out of here, that kind of a thing. And so, but you wonder, right, because it's, it's words. It's like, what if we started using a specific word? Like, maybe we should start that. Well, it's one of those things where, like, I, I was reading something about this, how in England, that Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, that's not what they called it. Because shagged is very offensive to them. They ended up calling it something different. Maybe it was the, sky, the, the spy who effed me over there? I, no, I don't think but it was that's that. What it, but that's what it equates yeah, to, right. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that'd be funny if it was just, like, the total... Right, yeah, they completely flip-flopped it. Yeah, if it was, like, the negative <laughs> over there, you know? What if we picked a word in the hideout? Because I want to do something where I want to bring back words. And a couple of words that I, like, I want to bring back sissy. I tried bringing back the high five for about six years. It didn't work. Yeah, the high five was, I tried to do I that tried too. so hard. Well, we say up top. Up top, yeah. yeah. It works for us. You just can't call it the high five. You just say up top. Yeah. I think that works. I like the high five, though. Sissy's a good one. Punk's a good one. Um, can't do punk. Ashley Kutcher's got that one. Yeah, that's punk. Yeah, you're right. Punk isn't any good. But I think sissy's a good. Let's focus on trying to use the word sissy more. I want, I want 5,000. 5,000. So we try. All right. Well, we'll try 5,000, too. But what's this Mo thing? Homo. Oh, all right. You know, we've gotten so lazy that we, that couldn't, we, couldn't, say we couldn't say homosexual, and now we, 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 can't only, we can't even say homo anymore. We have to break it down to just Mo. Okay. Yeah, Mo. All right. I like I, that. I picked that up from Ron. From Ron and Fez. Yeah, I hear him saying that. And so, and you know, sometimes you're hanging around Words your buddies. Like oh, always. And you yeah. always, like, you, you pick up on those catchphrases that your buddies use. Don, welcome into the hideout. Hello, uh, uh, Hefe. Almost called you Fezzy. Oh, what's up, Sorry buddy? about that. That's all right. 
The F-bomb has existed for literally hundreds of years, and the last time that I bothered to look it up when a professor and I were discussing the uh, survival of such vulgar words, and all of them have survived, and reasons why they survived. Uh, earliest documentation I could find is over 200 years ago when the uh, language looked and sounds nothing like it does now. Um, and just like 200 years from now, I doubt the language will look or sound the meaning of words would be a whole lot like they are now. The F word's meaning, I'm sorry to interrupt you, I'll take much of your time. The F word's meaning, uh, the slang of it, the act it's truly meant to describe, all I was amazed exactly the same. They gave examples. Well, what the F is this? Now, they didn't say what the F is this, but it was used for emphasis like that at the same time wow. over 200 years ago as it is today. Don, well, now, then, now, Don, maybe you know the origin of this. Uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on one second. I was, Am yeah. I have to get insulted? <laughs> no, no, you're no, not. No. Da, hold on one second. Where did this come from? Port of Penn. Now it's not funny if yeah. you guys sit here and you yeah, got to line up. Don, do you maybe know how it became an offensive word then? I don't know that when they... Um, was it because it said mean? I... I I think it's what it said to mean. That that would be inaccurate. Or, or was it said, or was it used by the lower class a lot of times? No, there wasn't that kind of documentation. And I didn't bother to look past. I wanted to find out when it was invented, okay. when it came up. And the earliest, that's just the earliest documentation I could find. That's not to say that there's not earlier documentation on it. It only spurred up curiosity in me when a professor and I were, uh, you know, I was in college at the time, and he said, you know, won't even allow that word to be uttered in my office. And he happened to be a linguistic professor, and so we got talking hmm. about the history of words. And he said, tell you what, look up your favorite expletive. He says, because most of them have survived like that as well. See what you find. And I said to him, you know what I'm going to find already? Yes, I do, because I've, I've, I've researched it extensively. That's so There's interesting. It is. You got a question for him, Panani? Hold on. Real no, it's not a question, but uh, wait. The F word uh, comes from the English and the French were fighting a battle back in, I believe, the 1650s. And basically what happened is back then, you used to use two fingers to pull the trigger. And the English had a better rifle, and they only used one finger. So they used to flip the finger, and that was an insult, obviously, saying, we shot better than you. The French, in reply, said, F vous. No. That, that, hey, that's, that's... So the French created the F word? Yes. F vous? That's F uh, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. Pronounce it. Pronounce it. The reason the um, professor and it seemed to make sense from everything that I have read beyond the documentation, I found the earliest occurrence of the word. The reason they survive for this long is because, and he says, "Look at me. I won't even allow the word to be uttered in my office without throwing somebody out." The intellectual circles where where language has evolved for thousands of years. Uh, so when you know that a certain word or words are not allowed in the intellectual circles, they won't discuss them. That's why they're preserved that way. That's great. That's why their wording does not evolve. Their meaning has not evolved. It means the exact same thing for literally hundreds of years. Wow. That's as, as you have found out. He was talking to me, of course. Says, yes, I did, as a matter of fact. Thank you so much, Don. Wow. That's actually that's pretty cool, man. That I didn't know that. That's really interesting. It's not often you learn something in the hideout. Of course, <laughs> it has involved the F word. Right. <laughs> And that, 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 but I mean, you know, we had to get educational there for a second. But that's, I mean, I don't, I, I'm going to buy it. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I believe it. But you know what he said? He, he seemed that he knew. Uh, but you realize what he said though? The reason it survived for so long is because certain people have said no, this is bad. And whenever it's bad, yep. that's what makes it good in other people. You always want what you can't have. And that's what makes it. And, and you look at other places where you got nudity all the time. It's not that big a deal. No. You don't see, you don't see it being such an issue. But here in America, for some reason, we've made such an issue out of cursing. 
and out of seeing, you know, flesh, you know, exposed flesh, and it's like the hubbub that we're creating within ourselves, that's that's what the problem is. If we just brush it up, like whenever... Drinking I, is another good example. Yeah, here's a, here's a perfect example. You know, drinking is great because you want it so bad, right. you tend to, to binge drink. Whenever you know you, you can before you're 21. Yeah, right. Once you turn 21, you've been drink maybe two weeks and you realize you know what I can have this at any time. It's not that big a deal. Exactly. You know, it's a, that's a perfect example. And another example too is like whenever you pick on a friend. Example, Tommy. We used to call Tommy a fag all the time. <laughs> that was in our horrible days, and we don't agree with that, and we don't like. You know, it was just something that we did. I don't know. We we're we've grown up a lot since then. Yeah. The last few months. Um, big man badge. <laughs> Uh, we've grown up a lot since then. Tommy the fag. Tommy the virgin. Now Tommy calls it himself. Tommy the fag. Tommy the virgin. <laughs> so anyway, you knew that had to come out at some point. But what, we only did it because we saw that it upset him so much. Yeah. yeah. Once he started saying whatever, it's no big deal. Then it loses the fun. You're like, all right, well, that's where I have to find something else to you know goof on him on or yep. pick on him on or whatever. Kevin, welcome into the hideout. F talk hey, on JFK. Correct Punani on what he was talking about with the middle finger and the rifles. Please do. Um, what it was is the English during the Hundred Years' War, their longbowmen would use two fingers yeah, to pull uh, their bow back. You're right. I'm sorry. It was the it was the arrows. I'm sorry. Yeah, and the Thank French you. when they caught the uh, when they caught their longbowmen would cut off their first two fingers. So to taunt the French, the English would hold the two fingers up. Okay. Oh, isn't that why it was such a big deal when somebody um, did the, the George Bush? Was the, one, the original yeah. the came original. out doing the peace sign, and they were like, no, that's not good. That's right. bad. All right, well, yeah, their middle finger is two fingers like the peace sign, but it's backwards. All right. I remember that. Give him a prize. Kevin, are you single? Yeah. You want to go to Singles in the City? Hang out with uh, me, Dubs, and Stuttering John? Yeah, sure. All right. How are you, 21? Yep. Outstanding. Hold on. You're going to Singles Thanks, in the City. Great job. Punani. Uh, thank you. Thank Punani for that, too, if you get his information back there. Wow, man. The, the evolution of the F word. Uh, all of this, I, wow. Look at that AOL for Broadpan finally start, came up with some content for the show. Who knew that our listeners would know anything? I'm really Seriously. surprised that we have smart listeners. This is like three times we've had nurses call, English professors call, listening to this show. <laughs> they need a release. Oh, they, just, <laughs> they just need to reaffirm they're smarter than us. <laughs> yeah. This is like the Jerry Springer show. You tune in to say, thank God, I'm not dumb. Feel better about yourself. Should nudity be allowed on the airwaves? Uh, this is the last one. Uh, no, never. Only at certain times. Yes, at any time. No, never. 45%. Only at certain times. 37%. Yes, at any time. Again, 17%. And and it all you know comes kind of comes bound comes round full circle on the fact that it's just about us making such a big deal about yeah. it. Yeah, you know, if we stop making such a big deal about it, it will go away. And that's and because I, every single person in society has seen a naked body. I wonder if that's like except for except for Matt Albert. Albert. No, he's seen himself naked. Well, probably not entirely. Entirely. Yeah. Maybe yeah, Albert, Albert, got up. I don't know if it counts if you use a mirror. <laughs> Uh, we're going to take a commercial break, Dubs. We'll have to end the night with the Kitty Corner and our uh, Dale Earnhardt tribute. But I want to say, I wonder if that's like the conservatives' thing. Like, yeah. they'll make a big deal out of it so that's... that they can have something to bitch about exactly. so that they can keep their shtick going. O'Reilly, Hannity, Limbaugh, that exactly. kind of thing. Exactly. When you really stop to think about it, you're making a hubbub over words. Yeah. Words alone. And realizing that we could turn any word 
I suppose, into a bad word. Exactly. You know, it's so funny you talk about words. I want to tell the story real quick. Lefty, you don't really know who, this, who the junkies are. They used to do night here. They do mornings uh, over at HFS. And they, they always use these words like donkey and silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest with you, they overuse them and it's played out. But whatever. I had this dream last night, Dubs, about the junkies. Yeah. That I was watching a television special on radio DJs and where are they now. Okay? Okay. And there are four junkies, all right? So I'm watching this television special, and they're all dressed up in, like, bunny outfits. And... Probably do that in their spare time. And they're out of radio, and they're standing, like, in front of some, like, grand opening of a car lot or something. And each one of them is coming up to the mic saying, come out to Victory Ford, it'll be silly. And then the next one comes up, and, like, each one comes up to use their specific catchphrase. <laughs> and it's like, you know, they get through all of them, the, the silly, the donkey, uh, whatever it is that their catchphrases are. But anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny because, um, you know, it's played out. Yeah. But, again, that's them latching on to one word and trying to create some sort of a meaning out of it. Right. You know what I mean? Get a new shtick, by the way. Uh, 800-636-1067-202-432. Uh, 1067, one quick call before we go to the break. Uh, Chuck, welcome into the hideout. Chuck from Cool Rockin', what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Cool Rockin' Karaoke, buddy, how are you, man? It's good, man, it's the first time calling in, he does do a great job. Well, thank you, sir, thank you so much. You gonna be able to make it out to the live event at Dave & Buster's tomorrow, me and Dubs, big game? Uh, what time you guys going there? What is, when is your gig? Six to eight. Six to eight o'clock tomorrow, the yep. big game. Say what? I'll drop by and say hello and have a couple of dates with you guys. Very good. Are we staying? Uh, we'll see you tomorrow, Chuck. Are are we staying the whole game, Dubs? Have we decided that? I think so. Who's gonna leave in the middle of the game? Dubs wanted to. Dubs. What? I just got a big screen TV at home, man. They'll have big ones there. I know, but yeah, they're gonna have bigger ones there. Yeah, Watch um, porn on your big screen TV. You want to borrow one of these DVDs? Yes. Too bad. <laughs> too bad. He took the Midnight Monkey one home, too, and he didn't give me one. I'll tell you what, I will bring those Chasey Lane Thank videos you. back into you. Thank you. Oh, those are classic. You have some Chase. I love Chasey Lane. You want one? Yeah. I right. love Chasey Lane. I'll let you take them home. Right on. Hey, give me one. I'm sorry. There's Lefty, two of them. Lefty wants it. What do you want? Well, you're going to give me a gift for me, then. Birthday <laughs> coming up, February 10th. Rob, welcome into the hideout. How are you doing, Jose? What up, brother? Uh, the whole thing with the flesh and nudity on TV stems back from just the whole puritanistic values that started when the Pilgrims settled in America, and there was like, no, we can't see anything, not even an ankle, and a whole bunch of bull crap like that. Right. Yeah, I remember hearing that kind of stuff. And then the F word dates back thousands of years. It originally meant to plow a field, and then it sort of progressed to, oh, I'm going to plow your daughter, blah, 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 and then it sort of kept on going like that and then the caller that talked about how in intellectual circles the meat the word kept on becoming more and more perverse and wrong to say it just sort of transformed into the meaning it is now and just how everyone uses it and no one really seems to care except for uptight liberals like o'reilly <laughs> <laughs> uptight conservatives but right all right thank you rob thanks buddy i mean who knows i mean that kind of i mean it's plowing eh, that makes right. sense too i love the curse I do, too. But, you know, when we do the radio show dubs, I don't want to curse on the air. No. But to me, half of the fun is in getting around it. But how many times oh, yes. have you almost slipped up? You know, just because you're, you're sitting here having Occasionally. a normal conversation with your buddy, and you aren't really thinking, all right, we're on the air right Like, I want to call Matt Albert a fat F to his face so bad. <laughs> just go, you fat F. 
He did great on the ball. Yeah. He did. He did not stand. And Punani with that uh, play-by-play. That was brilliant. That was really good, I thought. That was class. It was. Man. That was good stuff. Steve, and last word on this subject. Welcome into the hideout. Steve, gentlemen, good evening. Uh, long-time caller, first-time listener. Um, <laughs> quick, uh, what I wanted to say was... What say you, Steven? In, in this uh, society, the only time we get naked is when we have sex or take a shower. And that's why everybody embraces being a bad thing. Not, not so, and that's true. If you look at the Europeans, it's a normal society. You go to the beaches, you know, they're topless or nude, so it's not a big deal. Here, you know, only time we get naked, like I said, we jump into bed with our lover, you know? I remember going to France and watching television in France, mm -hmm. and it was a high school trip, and I'm sitting there and I'm watching. And I, I didn't want to go out because I hate going out. That's a whole other thing I can get into. But I'm sitting there watching, and it's like, it's a, it's a show where it's, this is your life. But it's re you know where it's like reenactment right. and st people from the past, mm -hmm. but it's past lovers, and then they reenact the lovemaking in the park, really, or at the restaurant, or uh, something like that. It's that kind of a situation. Hmm. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, wow, this is you know this is really really cool. And then I'm in France and I'm seven you know seventeen or whatever. But then it was like, all right, that's really cool, but this isn't. And I'm not shocked or offended. I'm not going to go out and rape somebody. I, I, this is really interesting programming. Good for them. You know what I mean? That's what the conservatives are afraid about. If you see people naked on TV, you're going to become some deviant and start raping people all of a sudden. Well, you know what it is? So, it's these people that can't. We all aren't I think Tommy. it would work the opposite way. They can't control themselves. They're no. afraid of the fact that they, can, they have no self-restraint. So instead yeah. of uh, occasionally cursing. Instead of occasionally uh, partaking in some sort of a nude activity, they're just saying, no, 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 right. I can't do yeah. it because if I delve all, I'm just going to delve all the way in and I'm going to become some deviant instead of taking things in moderation. Because uh, let's be honest, Jesus wouldn't have, he wouldn't have created our bodies if he didn't want us to enjoy them. I mean, yeah. seriously. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Jesus. And on that note, we should take a break. We will come back with the Dale Tribute and the, and the J-Dubs Kitty Corner. I swear to you. In fact, let's come out of the break with the J-Dubs Kitty Corner. Very good. All right, so we're going to do that, taking our commercial break. I feel like we've learned a little something. Look at that. AOL for Broadband, our content partner, actually spurred on a discussion. <laughs> we're right back after this. It's the hideout. We'll have these hideouts. Wow, the Bible is written by people even dumber than all these mothers. You're listening to a weekend show with a real plan for convincing management. It's time for five days a week. I'm going to put this out there now. If you're listening, Michael Hughes, Alan Lyawan, or Corporate Cameron, I'll even throw in Jay Stevens. Anybody that wants to run a train on my ex-wife, fine, as long as El Jefe's hideout's on five nights a week. I'm not looking to replace anybody. Just throw us in from 11 to 1. El Jefe's hideout, 102.7 WJFB. The office still stands. He means it. 800-636-1067-202-432-1068. Hey, you can even run a train on me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we, we actually, weren't we talking about this exact same thing last week? Yeah. With all four of those guys? <laughs> and what would you do? A um, couple of things. Going back to the last segment, uh, Bateman, outstanding producer, sends me this. In ancient England, single people cannot have sex unless they consent to the king. When people wanted to have a baby, they had to get the consent of the king, and the king gave them a place card that they hung on their door while having sex. The place card had an F, a U, and you can yeah. imagine what the rest of it is, because it said fornication under consent of the king. Hence, 
That's where the F word came from. Hmm. Now, that's completely opposite and contradictory to everything that we've had so far, but I am down with that. We have one more singles in the city, 23 fantasy auto racing teams. In fact, we're about to give away a ton of those fantasy... Uh, in fact, let me read here what it is. Um, a free fantasy team entry in the Sporting News Fantasy Stock Car Challenge. The Sporting News Fantasy Stock Car Challenge offers the most accurate scoring system on the web and a $5,000 grand prize. Now, it's kind of like fantasy football, but for NASCAR. Oh, for NASCAR. Uh, listen to Sporting News Radio overnights on 106.7 WJFK. So if you are a NASCAR fan... This is something that you're going to want, and we have a ton of these to give away. And you know what? Even if you are an NASCAR fan, that's something like, you know, fantasy football gets a lot of people really into the whole football NFL experience. In NASCAR, you know, if you get into one of these fantasy leagues, you might get into, like, you know, a whole, like, almost obsession with NASCAR, and you didn't even really care about it before. In fact, I'll tell you what now. If you want this, start calling. We've got a ton of them. Unfortunately, it's going to keep our boys in the busy back. Uh, you got to be over 18 years old, uh, but you can get a free entry into this thing and, you know, start your thing. So NASCAR fans, you know, this is something for you. So, again, 800-636-1067, Just giving out the free stuff with the hideout uh, from Sporting News Radio as well. So light them up if you want them. we got a few phone lines open. Um, Lefty, yeah, so much fun having you here, bro. It was a great time. I mean, it really was a great time. Not only, Thank you for having me. Not only for on the air, but also off the air as well. And my only thing is, last night we went to the Capital City Brewery. Mm -hmm. Where do we get lit up at tonight? Because the car's sitting at my place. We're going to be metroing it out. No drinking and driving. Where are we going to go to get drunk? Have we decided? Hey, don't look at me, man. Dubs, what are you thinking? We were thinking uh, the Northern Virginia area. Maybe going yeah. to uh, Old Town, something like that. Old Town, no, Alexander. Yeah, I can hold, though. Yeah, but... Uh, so cold. We, we can just oh. cab out there from our place. Yeah? Yeah. I wonder what the metro is going to be like too, and how late it's going to run, and all that. It's not that bad. At least over by my place, it's not that bad. I wonder what Bateman's doing too, because Bateman says that his chick Ashley is going to be coming out within the night. That's what he says. There's a pretty good Irish pub out there we can head up. I don't know if you're down with that. Chicks with pale skin. Yeah, I like red that. hair. That's yeah, I'm cool with that. But we got into that fight earlier today. I asked Dubs. I go, Dubs, what about a woman turns you on? What part of a woman turns you on? And he's a nothing. I don't, I don't have anything specific. If she's had a broken nose before, that's pretty sexy. <laughs> Dubs can never give a serious answer to any because question. Because I don't have a serious answer for that. He couldn't even come up with a celebrity. I was like, do you have a, a hair color that turns you on? Do it you depends on the skin tone. Cause I do agree with that to some extent, though, because I like blonde. I like them all. Well, then what is it, though? Is it, it's a chick. That's the only thing it is. So I don't need as long as she Does she have to be skinny? Yeah. I don't think you know, I have to be completely... They have to be fit. They don't have to be skinny. Yeah. Skinny's almost gross. You can't be... Hide out, hold on. Hide out, hold on. Put these people on hold if they're calling. It's okay. Um, I just... You know, to me, because here's my thing, real quick, because we got to get to the J-Dubs Kitty Corner, but I work out at this Gold's Gym over here in Fairfax at night. I work out of the one in Silver Spring during the day lifting weights, and then I'll run at night after the Ron Fed show. It shows... There, shut up. <laughs> Trust me, if I didn't, it would show. There's this chick that is there, and she's a white chick, and she's a middle-aged white chick. At night? Yeah. And she has the most perfect, amazing, round, bubble ass. I mean, like a fresh onion, you just want to bite it. And she looks middle-aged. I mean, she looks like, not middle-aged, but I mean, like 33, 34-ish, like small body, except for this, like, almost just perfect 
round ass. And I'm wondering, is it wrong to just approach her and say, excuse me, ma'am, not to come off as crude, but you have a great ass. I think if you don't call it an ass, it's okay. You have a great hiney. I don't know about hiney, but... Yeah. Rear? Rump? Do I say you got a rump? You got rump's a, not bad. You got fat onion. <laughs> Do something like that? No, rump will work. You got a nice rump? Yeah. <laughs> and Because it's one of, she's on that, like, skiing machine. You know, bring out, like, an 80s boombox for the employee rump shaker while you say it, too. I think that'd be classy. If she dances, you might be able to get her to dance. She's huh. on that skiing machine, and I'm hopping on the treadmill to run, and so I'll purposely, purposely get it an angle to where I have a perfect view of her ass while I'm running. And now, I hate to say this, I mean, you know, that's why most women don't like to go to the gym. You know what, though? Tell her you're married, so there's no, like, odd intentions. In I'm not married. I know, but tell her that is what I'm saying to you. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Like, hey, you know, I'm yeah. someone, here's the whole thing. Do you still have your wedding ring, you know? Throw that puppy out. Yeah, wear it one day. Take it out. You think you should be interested? Maybe. Maybe. You never know. And you, you They play... like married men. All right, you play the angle that you're married, and then, like, you talk to her three or four weeks in a row. And then you're separated. And then you can work it from there. I do just want to tell her, though, you got great ass. I, th that's, I don't even want anything out of it, though. I, I mean, if I was able to hit, and that's one of those, man, you just want to take a bite out of that onion. Mmm! It's good. It makes, it's, the onion's so sweet, it makes you cry. Or whatever the, uh, the saying is. Let's see. Um, Alright, so that's that. And I just wondered whether or not. Uh, I should go to that and say something like that. And, you know, maybe I'll do that tonight. We go out to the bar. Because if you ever wanted to go up to a dick and just say, hey, you've got a great look. I've done that. Does it work for you? Because here's the thing. Yeah. If, if you're doing it to try to hit on them, then you know it doesn't work. Right. But if you literally just walk up and say, I just got to tell you, you have an amazing look. It happened. It, it worked have a out. Good night. And then you go off and you finish your beer. It worked out real well at home because there was a bar that people went to all the time. So I said it to this girl one week, and the next week she was there again, and that was when the conversation was easy to start, and there you go. Wow, man. I don't know. I don't know if I got a game like that, though. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Now time for a new feature in the hideout. It is time for the J-Dubs Kitty Corner. Now it's time for Kitty Corner. And now here's your resident kitty toucher, J-Dub. What we're doing here, me and Sadie, my cat, we're going to do a lesson on cutting kitty's nails. Sadie, I don't know. What you do, you grab their paw, squeeze oh so gently, and there is a white and a pink part of the nail. What you want to do is just clip the white part. Sadie, there's one. 19 to go. Sadie. Sadie. <laughs> All right, number two. Good save. Number three. And so on. That was Kitty Corner on the hideout. We've been teasing this thing <laughs> for three hours. <laughs> well worth it, huh? And that was the Kitty Corner, that's all it was? <laughs> uh, I'm just giving cat tips. Each week I'm going to give another cat tip. I don't want to do it every week. Uh, we're doing it every week. <laughs> Sore disappointment, I'll be honest with you. How dare you? So here you are, and you were just clipping your cat's nails. Yes. And he made it entertaining. Here's one, here's two. <laughs> Nineteen to go. And so on. Yeah, well, oh. you, did you really want me to go through all night, all 20? You didn't even teach us anything. Yeah, you only you clip, you 
tip the white part. You don't want to get on the pink or it's going to really hurt your cat. They'll bleed, too. They bleed out of their nails. Yeah. you got to be careful. you got to be careful with your cat, Hefe. I don't like cats. I'll tell you this. I want a chihuahua. I want a chihuahua. Terrible. That's so gay. It is. How is it having a chihuahua gay? It's, it's a, a gay small a, dog. It's a small dog that just will yip at you yeah. and, like, bite your ankles. <laughs> Here's the thing. You guys you guys have cats that, like, old ladies have cats. No, I mean, old cats. Old ladies they have, have cats. old cats. Yeah. You see, you always hear about some old grandma, some old lonely lady with her 17 cats. Yeah, some people go excessive, and that's wrong. I have one sweet cat. And you know you're going to get another. No, I'm not. Yeah, you will. No. I guarantee I, I guarantee, guarantee well, she gets you to get another. I maybe, guarantee it. Maybe after we you'll, get into a different place. But you'll, you'll lose that house. battle. You'll lose that battle. you know why? You know why? Because you like it now because it's a kitten. And once it grows up and it grows up to be a dirty... No, they're even better when they get a little bit older. Just a dirty cat. Dirty pussy. Once you have one of those, you're going to be like, you know what? I want a smaller one. Now, once you get the dirty pussy, you always want the smaller pussy. It always happens. It always happens. My Sadie Lou yeah, midlife crisis. Sadie Lou will be a perfect cat until the day she dies. It's the third grade. <laughs> it's seriously, yeah, it's seriously the third grade. Speaking of craziness and cats, I mean this is something that people have already talked about, but <clears throat> it was the first. Uh, a Dale Earnhardt goat, and now it's a Dale Earnhardt cat. A guy was at his house recuperating from back surgery. He was lying on his back, and he noticed the fur on his cat's back was shaped in the number three. That's insane. The fur screamed Dale Earnhardt to the guy. He told his wife of 30 years, Valerie, we are rich. A NASCAR, <laughs> a NASCAR fan who regularly, regularly watches the races on television called up the Daytona International Speedway to see if the officials were interested. They suggested he get a hold of Dale Earnhardt, Inc. He hasn't gotten a reply yet. Moonshine. Apparently, um, he says he doesn't want to sell the black and white cat named Romeo. It's more shaped like a little E or a Kitty 3 or something like that. But he said, I wouldn't mind if I became a celebrity because of it. So he's got a little cat. And, you know, the fur just kind of, you know, it happens. Yeah. But he sees a number three on the back of his cat. And he sees dollar signs. And he sees three. dollar yeah. signs. And he thinks it's a sign that Dale Earnhardt is somehow speaking through him or through his cat to him and that this is the Dale Earnhardt cat. Well, I'll tell you this. There's no bigger fan of Dale Earnhardt than the hideout. You may have lost the last lap. He's already one lap ahead of all of us. Part of me is gone, and now I feel so alone. I know you feel the same way as I. I can't believe Dale's gone. I cried and I cried the emotions I hear. I can only sit back and remember. Sound of the ground is the true and true. In my heart, you live forever. I cried and I cried the night Dale Earnhardt died. I cried and I cried the night Dale Earnhardt died. I cried and I cried the night Dale Earnhardt died. You were the only true hero from the sound. <laughs>
the only true hero from, from the sound. If you'd like a stock car package. <laughs> 800. Now I don't know how to feel. 636. Everything changes so fast. 1067. I don't want to believe it's real. 432. The roar of the south. 1067. The old number three was the only hero a boy could ever need. Sporting News Radio. Say thank you to everybody. And who owes me the first round? El Jefe. Oh, because Matt Albert ended up pooing. Oh, because he didn't poo again. Yeah. yeah. He tore that bathroom up. Yeah. I want to say thank you to Matt Albert. Balbol, yeah. first annual, Balbol 04, a complete success. I want to say, again, uh, thank you to Sporting News Radio Overnights on JFK giving away the uh, Fantasy Stock Car Challenge uh, prize packs. Singles in the city. We have some more to give away next week. Singlesinthecity.net. El Jefe, J-Dubs, Stuttering John, all going to be there uh, for this event at the Washington uh, Marriott Wardman Park Hotel. Go to singlesinthecity.net. I'm excited for that one. I want to say thank you to our buddies, uh, what's his name? Todd, MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E, giving away the prizes for Insert This. I think that was a hit. Yeah, that was huge. I think uh, that was definitely. People love those sex toys. And I want to say thank you to Lefty, bro. Thank you, man. Good to have you here. It's good to know you're uh, you're around, and uh, we had an outstanding time with you. Dubs, great job as always. Uh, Punani, thank you. And Bateman did an outstanding job uh, contributing to tonight's show. I'm El Jefe. This has been The Hideout. We are the new hit. It is 106.7 WJFK. If you see a drunk guy wandering around with dreads, it's going to be me. Run him over.
coming up. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Cubby's a virgin. What the f this is bad what about? Cubby's bad. Cubby's a virgin. J Dubs is the worst person in the world. J. Dubs is the worst person in the world. Tommy's a fan. Tommy's a virgin. Hi, this is Troy Aikman, and you're listening to El Jefe's Hideout on 106.7 WJFK.